Boom, and welcome back to this, another episode of the Happy No Fear podcast. I'm your host, Chase, and today we are back with a very special guest. He's actually an old friend of mine. Uh, We used to hang out in the street together. He was painting walls uh, in this kind of 3D style of the early 90s. Um, I was still a tagger. And uh, since then, he's uh, very well developed into becoming a 3D designer, illustrator, also creative directing uh, with loads of clients, everyone from Nike to uh, Jay-Z, Calvin Klein, BMW, Facebook. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, if you've seen the neon craze in, um, in, in, in the advertising and marketing spaces uh, that was happening a, a few years ago and kind of still is happening, like he's pretty much responsible for that. And uh, yeah, just an overall super fun guy and super fun time catching up with him. So without further ado, I give to you Reason. Mr. Reason. Uh-huh. What's the reason Chase. for the treason? <laughs> Remember that? No, I don't I, actually. No. Uh, uh, when we were friends as kids, uh-huh. I thought, sometimes I thought I knew it all. Uh-huh. And because I lived in America for a couple of years, uh-huh. you know, I'm like, oh, I, I know English, man. You don't know English. <laughs> and then I, I guess some, some hip hop group had uh, like, a, you know, a line was, what's the reason for the treason? Okay. And you yeah. were like, Treason is a word. And I'm like, there's no way treason is a word. And I didn't know that it was, in fact, a word, but it was a word. I, it's just a word that I hadn't learned yet. So. Okay, wow. That's a long time ago. But that's a memory, <laughs> just like things pop up when, you know, you're thinking about someone. I, I, I was thinking about our past, our, after our conversation at the restaurant, and I suddenly remembered respect. That's not a word. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you, you, you tagged a... At some point, respect. Respect. Uh-huh. Spec. I don't know. I don't it's even know story. that one anymore. No. I was tagging. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, I think we had some, some, fifteen-year-old uh, kind of fights in the crew or something, <laughs> and you came up for me and you said like respect, like respect, reason. Res- uh-huh. Oh, so I stood up for you. Yeah, yeah. And because you tagged it on a wall, or, no, or I, I tagged it. You tagged it. I tag. I don't have. I have zero memory of that. <laughs> You know, you know what that is? It's we're getting old. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, yeah. I also remember like, and I used to um, show it in, in, in keynotes, is um, when I talked about our history and, and, and graffiti and hip hop, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and how, how back then we taught how hardcore and tough we were. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, pretty tough. And, uh, and, and I went through the, my archives to make the presentation, the keynote, like, what is your backstory? Right. And then I stumbled upon uh, the Yuppie, right? Yuppie, you, you Remember the magazine, Yuppie? <laughs> which is, for everyone that's listening, that, that's not from Belgium, which is most people. Right. It's like, uh, it's kind of like a cheap, like, uh, youth gossip magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's the TM, I call it TMZ here. Or something. Just something like TMZ, but yeah. even cheesier than yeah. that. <laughs> And uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. We, we had an interview in that magazine. And I was together with, with Matthias, uh-huh. our financial friend. Papa Zenith. Uh, yep. Yeah. 
And uh, oh man, those pictures. <laughs> well, I, man, I don't even know we were in that fucking magazine. Yeah, we were like the the whole hip outfit. No like, shit. With the cans. What? Pushing in I the was lens. in it too? No, no, no. It was just my chance. Oh, you and you and yeah, 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 it, were in it. Yeah. yeah. What? And then you're like, oh shit, this is not <laughs> hardcore at all. Like, it's probably some <laughs> photographer that's like, you yeah, know, yeah, hold yeah. the can, totally, put the hoodie totally, on, totally. like, do all that shit. And I remember that my dad. He was cautious. Take a look a bit closer to you. Oh, okay. And uh, he he told me like I need to sign off on on, on, on the content of the interview before this goes. Oh public. shit! That was smart. Yeah. And uh, he actually, I remember he did the whole interview came in by fax. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. And uh, my dad was super upset, and he started erasing everything and like this. Wow. Is da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And the, the 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 journalist was clearly out for sensation and, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. making it way more, uh, yeah, uh, way more criminal than it exactly. actually was yeah. intended to be. Even though we were you know painting walls and tagging and all that sort of stuff, yeah, yeah. that's always the entry like viewpoint. I feel, mm-hmm. especially back then, because we're talking a long time ago. That was. Uh, Jesus Christ. 93 or something. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud we came up in that time. I, I think that was a special time. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it was a time where if you discovered something, uh, it, it was not available. So the music that we discovered, totally. you couldn't get, you know, th- there was no hip hop on the radio. No. Uh, nothing on MTV. Nope. You know, maybe. One hour a week. Yeah, one hour a week, your MTV raps. Yeah, Sunday night. <laughs> and that was like, what? Yeah. You know, when the yeah, Biggie yeah. video came out, it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the same with uh, graffiti and all that stuff. It's just, you had to fight for it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the rest of the kids that we knew, we went to school with or whatever. Yeah. Like, we didn't even try to explain it to them, you know? No, no, not at all. Uh, and I think because it was so hard, it was so not accessible for us, we almost when then geeky like obsessed i remember when when we the first time i went to new york as when i was into hip-hop and you talk to fellow writers yeah yeah whatever it was like we knew way more about in theory about the culture right and and about i remember like meeting a lot of people i only know know, knew about wu-tang and and when you talked about Ultramagnetic MCs, they were like, who's that? <laughs> oh, I had the same experience when I moved yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, man, I'm going to America. Mm-hmm. I brought some yeah. records. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm ready to get down. Like, let's, you know, <laughs> man. And so exactly what you said. Everyone here was buying cassette tapes uh-huh. at the time. Mm-hmm. Or like single CDs. Mm-hmm. And listening to like the mainstream stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? You don't know Cool Keith? You don't know Master exactly. Ace? You don't know... <laughs> Keith Murray, they, they knew a little bit because he had a hit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it, it was weird for me that, mm-hmm. in, in a way, I was way more involved yeah. with, with, with the music than they were. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, totally. it's, it's weird shit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember it made me insecure when, you, you, we, when you're at the Franz Hausplan. Yeah, that's the, the, it's like a basketball court <laughs> we grew up on. That, that's where Reason and I know each other from, when we were like, I don't know, 14, 15 or something. Exactly, yeah. And you had, you had like, of course, the, the disciplines. Right. One was more into graffiti, one was more in, in the music. Right. And it was like, almost like a test weekly, like, how come you don't know this band? And how come you don't know that? Right. And it, you need, really need to be educated to be respected in some way. Well. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and just explain to people, because they're like, okay, some basketball court. 
But for example, there was a guy who's still around to this day. Uh, now they call him Uncle Guy. G-Rock. But back then it was G-Rock. And G-Rock was kind of out of the era of the fat boys. That was kind of his era. And he was a little larger. He had a block head, mm -hmm. right? I don't think he had a gold tooth. He had a glass eye. Yeah, correct. And do you remember like when someone new would try, and, would try to join uh, the crew or whatever? It'd be like, go get us some sandwiches, you know? <laughs> and, and, and then, uh, oh, actually, no. He would go him. get the sandwiches and he'd come back and he'd put, uh, he'd, he'd put nah. his glass. I've seen him do that. <laughs> he put his glass eye in the sandwich no and give it to the new kid. No and the new kid's like, yeah, trying to hang. And all of a sudden he opens the sandwich. There's a fucking eyeball in the sandwich. But I never, I didn't know. No. I've seen him do that once at least, yeah. I, I remember the time that you 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 got the you how do you say that they jump you like that was like the the, the dope or something how do you say right that? right right You're bap being baptized by right. they jump you and they kick your ass yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that was before I got there I think because I don't <laughs> think anyone got jumped when no I me was neither there. no but I remember that uh, I uh, uh, my uh, I need. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can tell this on the radio. <laughs> of course. By the way, this is not the radio. Uh, Brussel, Brussel, Brussel. <laughs> no, we're just on the internet talking amongst I friends. No, no but I, 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 I talked to you about it uh, a couple of days ago. I was like, it was uh, the the thing that bounded us were to all people with like a troublesome uh, uh, family or right. whatsoever upbringing. Yeah, like and rough, rough uh, household. And stuff. There was something Broken wrong families. in every family that was yeah. at that square. Exactly. But, yeah. but it was funny because it was it was real family. It's like right. we didn't have cell phones or whatsoever. But like you just go there on a Christmas Eve and right. you know there were a few people at least hanging right. out. Always someone there. Always someone there. No matter what the time, 4 a.m., oh, swing by. Yeah. Let's see who's there. Yeah. There's one little fucker sitting there. Yeah. And there, was, there were like four benches and one of right. the benches had a, had a roof. Right. That was the first bench. Because <laughs> yeah. it rains so much in Belgium. Yeah. So you want to make sure that when it rains, you're under the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it was pretty cozy up there. It was but, pretty cozy, yeah. yeah and it was pretty... always uh, hashish was the thing back then. <laughs> Jason yeah. Drakis. Never actually liked it, but... You were, you were not into hashish. Yeah? I did it along with the rest, but I right. actually never enjoyed it. Uh, 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 uh. No. Yeah. That's not my uh, type of... Uh, Yeah, but you also weren't drinking, I don't think. We, none of us were drinking. I think. No, I think back then we were against everything. Right. And the culture was against everything, though, except for, uh, for Spliffs. For Spliffs. Spliffs <laughs> was the thing. Yeah. Man, uh -huh. it's crazy. Remember we, there was this club called Pacific? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And so, guys, imagine this. Mm. So, at, at the height of the crew, I think we probably had like 40 people or something. Yeah. Something, you know, yeah, with yeah. the extended family. The Antown Posse. The Antown fucking Posse, man. <laughs> and it, it was weird because it's it just kids that were unified through hip-hop music uh, and graffiti. And, and also there were some breakers, mm -hmm. some breakdancing going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it wasn't like we wanted to go clubbing. That wasn't even our scene. But it was it, in the winters, it got so cold on that little basketball court. Mm -hmm that we walked to this one club called Pacific mm -hmm. on, on, in the, on the south. Yeah. And we just went in there to sit down like dogs, <laughs> like, like a bunch of stray dogs. And we'd all have our black books and we'd be yeah. drawing, hey, 
you got a red marker, you know, smoking spliffs. Nobody not even was... order a, a drink was not ordered. <laughs> no, we're nobody's just like, dancing. <laughs> no one's dancing. <laughs> well, we were looking every now and again, yeah. and maybe we were, we were thinking about dancing because we were too shy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and it was too much. Yeah. We weren't just insecure kids. Very insecure. And, yeah. and from taking the... <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it was the first club that actually played a hip-hop song. And that was uh, Son of the Son of the Police, Kira Swan. Oh yeah, that was the, they did used to bang that. Yeah, yeah which yeah. was like finally it's it's, it's uh, and that was our song. We all yeah, rose up and we the old hype in the club, you know, with dirty shoes. You yeah. know, yeah. I haven't brushed our teeth in like two days. Do you remember that across the street there was this old train yard? I know, uh, I I know, and that and that's a totally like completely new developed. Uh, uh, area in Antwerp now it's like super oh that's where the new, uh, new Palace South. of Justice is uh, yeah there. Palace of Justice right. and, and the whole uh, uh, high, high rises yeah, 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 and yeah, Van Lade's gallery is yeah, over there true. Tim Van Lade great yeah. fucking gallery yeah, 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 like I hear I have uh, people here that I work with and they bring up Tim Van Lade his gallery yeah, I'm yeah, like what yeah. I think great Templeton is represented by Templeton yeah, 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 yeah. via Smack Museum in Ghent yeah. that's how we get in there yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. yeah, we had some friends that uh, 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 seeked refuge on, on empty trains there mm. when some shit broke out. We're not going to name names here, you never know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's too long ago mm -hmm. anyway. And what did they do? Uh, they, they had to run away because some, some shit broke out. Mm. Some fight in that same Pacific. Ah, yeah. And it's like... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Heavy, kind of heavy stuff, yeah. anything about it. I remember, at the same time, I, I, yeah. I remember one funny story. <laughs> So I, I don't approve any of the violence. We were just young and, uh, right. and uh, we didn't. Uh, but um, <laughs> it was super funny. We were across the street and there was a, a squash center. And, and, and it also had parties. Uh, the name was uh, Going Out. Okay. Yeah. And you could rent this, the place for, for private parties. Right, yeah, that yeah. later became the Zillion, one of the yeah, 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 crazy... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so in Going Out, there was... Uh, Hip hop party, I think. I think Curious DJ Curious was mm, from know. Ghent. No, no, no Brugge. No, from oh, Link Curious from England. From Link Rover. <laughs> Link Rover, man, I'm all confused. DJ Curious together with uh, um, wait, Curious with a K. A, huh? C. With a C. Oh, there was a Curious with a K from England. Could be. Yeah. I get what. Sorry, go on. But so um, a long time ago, and 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 a friend came inside with a with a. How do you say that? Blue eye? A black eye. Black eye. <laughs> they change it in the American. <laughs> and we're like, oh, what happened? He said, yeah, I got jumped on the street. And, and we, wow, big crew. Wow, we go outside. <laughs> so all of us, like, it's only 20 people on the street. And, uh, but it was like first night freezing. Yeah. It was super... Uh, um, slippery. Slippery. Like icy. So the two guys who jumped him, see, see us. <laughs> And they got hurt and they, worse than they, they had like 100 meters ahead. Right. And we all wanted... <laughs> but we couldn't. It was so... It's like a cartoon. You're just standing yeah, yeah, in place. Yeah, right? we couldn't like run. It was yeah, too... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see all those rough kids? <laughs> <laughs> so trying yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to move forward. Those other two, like the same. Yeah. So we, we followed them for like at least two, 300 meters. Until they were in their hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly, even more people on the other side and were in the street. 
And we had to go, <laughs> go back to where you came from. such yeah. a cartoon. Uh, man, it's amazing, uh, man. Scene. Yeah. No, those times. Nah, hilarious. Like, yeah. it, it's interesting because what, what, um, uh, as, as an upbringing goes, you know, and mm -hmm. like you said, we all kind of came from like home life where it wasn't that ideal because mm -hmm. otherwise you don't hang out on the street that much, you no. know, like, and mm -hmm. even your parents would find it fishy. Like, what are you doing on the street all the fucking time? You know, what's really going on? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, but the beauty that came out of that, you know, the camaraderie, uh, just fighting, fighting uh, spirit, fighting spirit, you know, uh -huh. like, uh, and also I, I keep coming back to that in my own life, just defending uh, a new art form that everywhere you went, like people were shitting on it. Yeah, and there's some artistic types where we're from that are like, oh, this is beautiful, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, it's like, come on, kid, you know, there's no future in this bullshit, mm -hmm. you know. It's it's a spray and it's it's paint in a can, and I, I think it's beautiful that you know it was fought for and and we fell in love with it before mm -hmm. it it was even yeah, anything, you yeah, know. Totally, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I remember like people at the academy and studying the real arts, how oh, they yeah. look down on us. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And maybe like 10 years ago, suddenly they also... <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden they got a little spray in their shit. Yeah. <laughs> or, they, or they're starting to paint walls now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's now it's a Gucci, uh, yeah, Gucci uh, Balenciaga. Yeah, it's <laughs> like from that point in time to this point in time, it's, yeah, it's good. like no one could have predicted that. No, no, no. At, but at the, at the same time, I also have to admit it, it was your natural reflex to stand up for it and, and demand to be respected. Right. But when I look back at my work at that time that I was um, uh, demanding respect, yeah. I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, it still holds. Uh, like, uh, I remember your pieces and like uh, every now and again, uh, like Zenith will show me some pieces or something or mm -hmm. I'll, I'll remember it or mm -hmm. there's some old pictures that I may have a copy of. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, this, this, this is still this is a, this is a decisive direction, and it's it's like. It's an it's it's an early step into three D, mm -hmm. which wasn't like just put uh, a, an X Y three D on on your wild style. Uh -huh. No, you thought in three D mm -hmm. shape, mm -hmm. uh, and you know it's it's your beginning, man. It, yeah. It's it's really your beginning because the work you're doing now. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you can totally connect the graffiti shit mm -hmm. from the early '90s to what you're doing now. It's a straight line. Yeah, yeah. Because I I didn't have I don't I don't think I had the the the, the drawing skills. I still, even today, I think I can sketch better on a wall than in on the paper. Yeah, I, I uh, feel the same way. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, and three D software was like ah oh, finally I can. The, the ideas I have in my, in my head, I can actually build them yeah. and then decide which camera angle, which light, which shadow, right. which, which is it reflective, is it transparent, is it... And that was the motivation to start with 3D software. Yeah, yeah. And when did that happen? Because I left then and we were sort of like fell out of touch. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but I, I saw over the years some stuff and I ran into every now and again, but we never really sat down, no. you know, for so long. Yeah. And now the other night we went to dinner years. and it's like, jeez, I love this guy, you know? <laughs> 20 years. It's a long time, man. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I don't know, way split and I think there were conversations between us also that were not made yet and then maybe aren't right. even or necessary or whatsoever. I don't Something, know. yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, 
Yeah. So how, how did you, like, uh, and this was also a surprise when you told me uh, you never finished high school. No. That's insane. Because <laughs> I, I looked at you like, um, like maybe I didn't know too much about your home life uh, or how you felt about things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I thought, well, this, you know, this is just, a this guy is very studious. His pieces are very clean, it's very meticulous, it's very controlled, it's very disciplined. So yeah. I thought, I, the last thing I would think is that Reason did not finish high school. Uh. Not to say that that's good or bad. I just, when you told me that, I'm like, huh, how is that possible? Yeah, I, I think um, I left my mom's. So actually, I was mostly raised by my grandmother. Mm. Uh, and I was living with her. My father was living with her. That I so I was living with her. Okay, so um, your dad was split up from your mom at yeah, that point. Yeah. When I knew you, were they yeah, living yeah, together? Yeah. They divorced when I was four. Oh shit! I didn't. Yeah. Know. And uh, yeah, the and it was on the front of No shit. Yeah. yeah nice. It's a good avenue. Yeah, and like until I was fourteen, and that was my uh, uh, my neighborhood, and I was playing football at the. Berchem and yeah, Berchem uh, Sport. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Was that a bad court? That was like the best youth, one of the better youth uh, football in, in yeah. Belgium. We were Beerschot. You were Beerschot. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we played against each other. Yeah. I remember a legendary game. And I was lucky that was the one time my mother came to see a game. And I was uh, at Beerschot, we played. And we were 3-0 behind, mm -hmm. and we won with 4-3, and I scored like three of the goals. Nice. <laughs> That's a great feeling. Yeah, super great. <laughs> See, mom, I'm worth something for you. No, yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, so, so um, when I was 14, my, my, uh, my, my grandmother, she, she lost two sisters quite um, close. Uh, quite In fast. sequence? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she got uh, manically depressed and... Mm. And it was weird because at some point I, I woke up, I needed to go to school. And she was in, in the living room, like her hair, like she normally she was very proud with her permanent. <laughs> permanent, <laughs> yeah. Permanent. <laughs> but it was all like flat and, and, and her eyes were, and she was saying really weird stuff. We lived on the highest floor in, in one of those blocks. Right. And uh, weird stuff really frightened me. So as a kid, you know, that was like, Almost, we knew quite a bit. We know quite a bit people that went psychotic in, in the community. Yeah, B bizarre. Uh, not like, but uh, so that that was like, oh, and then she 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 needed to be hospitalized, and uh, and she died there. Just damn, really weird way of dying because she yeah. wasn't really sick or anything. She was just tired of living and meant crazy. And so she hid like the the like the mental illness from you in order to be a good grandmother maybe for a while sorry like she maybe she maybe she hid how bad she was feeling until she couldn't hold it anymore or yeah. she had a full psychotic break and just passed away yeah it, it that's it i don't know she gave up in some way or something yeah. I, it, I, I don't know it's uh you could speculate about it but yeah. and then um uh my, my father went to live with his new girlfriend, so I spent some time there and all that. But then when I, when I was 16 and I was allowed to choose where I wanted to live, I, ch I chose to go away from my, my mom's place. Right. And, and, and I, I lived for a while at my father's girlfriend's house. And, and then I would also didn't feel like I fitted there. Like you, you felt like an intruder. Right, yeah. She, she also had two children. And, 
And then I was like, man, at school, nobody could inspire me anymore. That I didn't see. And I've always, what I know by now is I fall in love with sparkles. With when sparkles? It, when people have sparkles yeah, in their yeah, eyes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hooked. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, and I'm and that can be, sometimes it can be rare in Belgium because it, it, it's such a depressive climate and everyone's smoking <laughs> a lot of weed. So it's, it's a lot of subdued, sometimes sparkle. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, and, and, yes, uh, and I don't know, school, it, 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 it couldn't motivate me anymore. Right. And I had the feeling when I was at school, like, you have to pay me to be here. Right. <laughs> this is a job. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and then graffiti, I started getting some graffiti jobs through Arkis or together with Arkis. Right. And I thought I could make a living out of that. So I went to live on my own, I think, around 17, 18. And then right. And you lived in the same street as Bouet at the time. No. First, I lived right next to Franz plan. Yeah, it was a super small studio, eating Frosties and, uh, <laughs> and mana spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. um, and that, and that, the graffiti thing didn't work out to make a living from. Because so, uh, we're talking like 1994, 5, 6 or something. 6, I yeah. think. Yeah. It's too soon. 6, 5. Yeah. Yeah. Like the world is not really like, yeah, you can paint the wall, and, and, but that's it. We're not going to pay you a living wage. No. You know? I mean... Sometimes maybe, but it like, felt like good money at the moment. Right, there was like a thousand Belgian francs square meter. Yeah, and that's like thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's interesting. You 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 tried that in the beginning because yeah. maybe there was some you know opportunity popping up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then like, I did all kinds of shitty jobs. You start working at Interlabor, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I worked in a harbor in the construction industry. Um, as a painter, uh, uh, learned to, to, to do marble imitation and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. wood imitation. Folk finishing. Yeah. Um, Which came in handy later for your textures. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the technique was super interesting. Yeah. It's really old, old, old school technique. Yeah, they, it's, it was well, they, they use tempura and all of this sort of stuff. I don't know. Tempura? Tem tempura. It's like uh, a it's like a, a ground pigment or something. That could be, yeah. Because that's what the I, I did it too. That's yeah. what I know really? about it. Yeah. With with like the you have the, like the, the brush with really soft hairs. Yeah, make. it's like it's like a uh, uh, how do you say a, 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 a mohawk brush. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, and I know that brush. Yeah. <laughs> And then the, you the sharp brush, you, you let them roll between your fingers to get yeah. the, the... The crack? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I know that, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I did all that stuff here, too. Uh, just, you know, just having to earn some money, too. Mm -hmm. and, and here was, like, set stuff. And so I knew this art, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this set painter lady. Yeah. And she said, look, I do other stuff than set work. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, there's a house in Malibu. They want the faux finish. And full finish. Full finish. Yeah, full finish. And that was all this little crack with a little <laughs> uh, the sepia tone brown and yeah. a little crack oh, yeah. and then a little dirt. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, it's such a nice house. Yeah. But at the time, it was trendy to get this kind of like Grecian look yeah, with yeah. these in these Spanish villas, a wall yeah. or something. And a nice green plan and some brass. Exactly, yeah. brass. And now that's like so whack, you know. Yeah. But at yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you were doing all these odd jobs. Yeah, yeah. And then I was, I, I, I like in that club I told you uh, across Pacific, I did a big graffiti with Arches on the parking lot, and 
the owner of the new owner of that squash club and he, he came to the parking lot and he said like oh wow that's cool what you doing well, uh, do you want to I'm going to start a, a club here a huge discotheque do you want to be my interior designer <laughs> and nice. I was the zillion right crazy which yeah. was really bizarre because oh. uh, yeah, probably here in the US they don't know the zillion but it's explain the zillion zillion well so that guy I was like super excited wow I can I can Use my graffiti and do the interior of this super ambitious club, and uh, and he asked me to like yeah, he can he can draw the counters and, and and like the design objects and I was like my three D graffiti translating to furniture I was like wow this is it like build out of yeah yeah wow that's it yeah, yeah I was like yeah. that's an opportunity yeah totally and uh, and there was this little guy Frank the the the, the boss right. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and another guy, Manu, and, and, and Manu was, was there as a manager or so. And so the three of us were like the beginning of that endeavor, I say endeavor. Right. right. And like Frank wanted to see what the competition was about. So right. he had this big BMW 735. Uh, and he, he, every weekend he took me and Manu to every club in Belgium. No and shit. we did like four or five clubs a night. And just like seeing and and, and seeing what the competition yeah, is doing, like yeah. light and a, light the guy and, was yeah. had an unstoppable ambition. He was like, "I'm gonna do Vegas in Belgium." Mm -hmm. He was like, <laughs> "When when there actually uh, he was like, when there's a DJ set, it needs to be laid out from uh, advance, and the yeah. fireworks need to be in sync." And right, yeah, so it was yeah. all scripted. It was not like some ramp what they all do now, but back then, right. that didn't exist. Right. So for me, that was fun time. But then after two three months. Um, I, I, I got to work on, 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 on demolishing the squash club uh -huh, uh -huh. and I was like, he had any permits or whatsoever. So it was all kind of like under the radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the way we demolished that place was so, um, uh, I said, yeah. <laughs> that was like, unorthodox. Yeah, yeah. It was like, and remember the squash walls? We went with a, with a study, with a, uh, uh, a scaffold, scaffold. And I with a diamond saw, like to the walls, just like cutting a one, and then we we made a hook on top of the wall, connected to a bobcat, like this, <laughs> and we just like, and then this wall of eight by eight meters, like, <laughs> and all, and so many accidents happened. It was like wild, and uh, like gypsy style. Let's build build a club. No, no, no. It was crazy, <laughs> and the people that worked there, like, it was I couldn't, yeah, and. Really bad. I also myself got a really pretty heavy accident. I was like, I, I needed to break out a floor, and I I had two uh, uh, car oh, uh, crow, crowbars. Yeah, right. I had a big one and a small. So I I took the big one, I I, I stuck. I took the little one and the big one like oh, right in my man. face. Jesus man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like faulty towers in there totally, building a club. Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. And then and then and then a week later was this guy who got a, a really bad cut in his in his hand because of some metal sheet that was very sharp. Oh, I needed to bring him to the hospital, but the guy only spoke French, but he really had a men mental handicap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, so he was like hanging out the window of the car, like showing the blood to us. <laughs> <laughs> Like scene. on the spectrum, like, look what's happening yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. Geyser, geyser. Yeah. 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 
and I was in the hospital, and the guy, yeah, he was working there without a permit whatsoever, and he needed, <laughs> he needed to sign a paper. And the guy, I had to write his name, because I didn't even know his name, Anders. And, and he took the paper and he put it upside down, and he started writing. And I couldn't hold myself laughing, because this was surreal. Yeah. And so nurse, in order to disguise his name? No, no, that's the way he wrote. Oh, he wrote upside down? Yeah. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> and, and I couldn't stop laughing, and the nurses were mad at me. They were thinking I was making fun of them. Yeah, the guy was, wow. Blah, 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 blah. And then just before the club went open, I, I left there because the, <laughs> it was like... But did you get to make those uh, 3D structures at least? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I went, no. But uh, that, that club became super legendary. It, it was the club where all the Belgian celebs were. Yeah, okay, but yeah. he made like this secretive video. That was, like, and it, it's going to be a movie now. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Robin Prant is, is, oh, is, yeah, yeah. is, is going to... Yeah, they do it together with the with Frank. No shit. Yeah, it's all super cute. Yeah, I think that I, I I think I maybe went there once or something, but I was here mm -hmm. already, mm -hmm. and then I came back when it was already over. I think, mm -hmm. or or maybe it ended like not that long ago. I did maybe five years. But but it it was like it was a known thing. I heard from people. Yeah. Wild, yeah. wild, yeah. Like anything goes kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I left there, and then and then I was. I think entitled to uh, to welfare, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna educate myself and 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 uh, look at the future in a more constructive. And, way. and that's an interesting jump for me because uh, I don't care what anyone says. Mm -hmm. To have a computer in the '90s and to know what the fuck it is even going on in that thing, mm -hmm. it's it's very unusual, especially where we're from. You, you know yeah, what I mean? But I, I was looking because that was the age that you could, you were in nightlife, electronic music, and 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 together with nightlife, there's a flyer scene, That's right? A huge culture, which has some indirect, maybe direct links with with graffiti and typography, right. what, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And when I was looking at that, I was like, oh, I can do that. That's easy. That's yeah. just a picture. With so what, when did you get your first computer? What year? So I, I, I was allowed to get on, on welfare. Uh -huh. So I went to the bank to get a loan to buy a G3 Mac computer. Nice. I, I had a feeling. I, I was thinking, is, is Reason a Mac or a PC guy? No, no. And then I know about all the 3D guys no, that PC. I knew back then. It's yeah. all PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are a Mac guy after all? Mm -hmm. Or you start off as Mac and now you're PC? Uh, something like that. Okay, okay. <laughs> we can keep it unofficial. <laughs> so you got a G3, nice. Yeah, yeah. I remember the G3. Yeah, it was the turquoise one. No, no, the oh, beige, uh, uh, laying, that was like, not a tower, but like... The block. The block. The yeah. block. I remember yeah. that block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The metallic block, even. No, beige. Beige? Was it beige? Yeah. Because yeah. I had it too at that time. Because yeah. I bought it from my roommate who had it. Uh-huh. And was it beige? I yeah. thought it was metallic, but no. maybe it was beige or something. Yeah. Oh, that one! <laughs> oh, I remember that. It was before the metallic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, before, yeah. The, yeah. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You had the G3 beige one, then you had the two cost tower, exactly. and then you had the metallic one. Nice. Yeah. And then, so, what's the first program you got? Uh, Photoshop 4. Photoshop 4, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And Illustrator 3 or something. Mm. Must have been yeah. early, or maybe it was the other way around. I think maybe Illustrator was one in ahead, 
I thought always thought it was the other way. It doesn't matter. I don't know. But it's early on where uh, you can do anything. You yeah. can do some things, but you can do a lot. And at that time, I totally had no ambition to to, you know, with graffiti, you wanted to you to 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 get recognition, fame, have a style, <coughs> play it, and all that. And here I was just this is just a practical decision. This is like. Well, this is easy. You just scan a picture, you type on it, yeah. and, and boom. And, and, and you got a flyer. Huh? And you have a flyer. Yeah. yeah. And you can sell that flyer. Yeah. And they need it once a week. <laughs> or no, the, 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 There's actually a funny story. It's, uh, so I was first making flyers for the hip-hop scene, some, some parties. And, and um, mm, so I wanted to enter the, the, the scene, but I was new. And, 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 and the, the nightlife was my university, was my playground. Right. So uh, um, I was like, how can I get jobs? <laughs> and I was like, I, f I figured out like when you when you print something, you have a, a, a starting cost to warm up the machines. Right. The first uh, uh, pieces of paper right. go to trash. You have to make the films. Okay. That's quite expensive. Once the machines are rolling, it's it, cheaper. It's cheaper. So when you sell. 2,000 flyers, it's a lot less expensive per flyer than when you do 250 flyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a business in there. Yeah, and then I tell like, <laughs> wait. So I asked the printer, like, how big are the sheets that you're printing? And say so it says it's uh, 70 by 50 or right. 100 by 70, 70, A1 size. And like, if I put 10 flyers, different flyers on it, um, I don't have to pay 10 times the starting cost. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're right. Because the CMYK is still the CMYK. Yeah, right, and it's exactly. the same film. Right. It's, uh, so I was like, oh. And then I started calculating. I put 10 flyers on one piece, 10 clients. On one big sheet, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's but you, it's, you charge them all the, 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 you know, the, the, the setup costs. Yes, you, you, you know. charge them it less than if they would print it themselves. Right, exactly. But, like, the first four people on that piece of paper paid the whole printing exactly. and these six others were, yeah, yeah, were yeah. your profit. Yeah. <laughs> so I was making super cheap flyers, but like making my money on the printing. Right, exactly. The only thing that I cannibalized was like all the flyers were on the same paper and all of them were glossy. Right. And, and I kind of killed the, because flyers was also a nice culture of different kinds of paper and, and, and right. spot varnish and all this. Exactly, kind of thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that, that really worked well. And, that later become a whole kind of business. Right. Like, it became an industry. Yeah, yeah, totally. And right. it, it's, uh, I don't want to say I invented it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of kickstarted it. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was just my, my university. And uh, I did like, in the beginning it was hip hop and the Sake party. Sake was one of the first hip hop DJs that- Daddy Sake. Yeah, DJ Sake, yeah, that, yeah. that got, Got to the bigger crowds, right? And it was like Café Local and, and yeah. the because he was spinning R and B in in, in yeah. our time. I he was an amazing it. DJ, and, right? And he still is. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I made a lot of flyers for him. He, he actually also had gigs in in Who's Hostland in Brussels, which was an amazing, beautiful club. And I remember making a flyer for uh, for him, inviting a uh, Disney's Child. No, and shit. Beyonce, like, wow. in, in Who's Who's Land. Yeah, right. Like, like 1998, 1999 or some shit. Uh, yeah, 98. Yeah, yeah. Something like early. That. Yeah. Still early. Yeah, and she, and, and she was by far not, not popular. Like, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was cool. And 
and then from from that kind of music started getting into electronic music right. and, and techno where it's more experimental 3d right. design as the days of like old tecker and 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 uh what's uh, uh david uh, cunningham uh i worked for yeah. it, and that's where the 3d perfectly fitted in right those and then you worked in your own artwork that you were doing just for yourself kind of and like because electro <laughs> did go through that where, when there was a, like a 3d thing yeah there, that electro you know uh like you said cunningham even tosca you know yeah, these yeah, kind yeah. of like uh Happy, not happy house, but like happy electro or something. Uh, uh. You know, there was a whole movement there for, yeah. for like a few years. And it was like, it wasn't easy listening. It wasn't hip hop. It wasn't trip hop. Uh. It was electro, but it wasn't raw. But it was, it was, it was, it was, it was the thing. Yeah. And they all like the 3D element. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like the house scene even, like, you know. Yeah, and it's, it was fun because I... So, after Photoshop Illustrator, I was like, oh, gonna try out this 3D software, right. just out of curiosity. And which one was that? Strata. And I, I learned that by, uh, from six videotapes. Mm. That was the- Videotapes? Yeah, they didn't have internet. There was no tutorial. <laughs> I know, no, no YouTube tutorial. And I wasn't a manual uh, reader, so it was like six videotapes. And that was fun, because you, you make your, your graffiti shapes in 3D, it's where you spend all the time on, and then there was another, another Cosmos party, and you just put Cosmos on it. <laughs> it's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like early wireframing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never got into that. I was always uh, Illustrator, Photoshop. I'm mostly Illustrator, uh -huh. everyday Illustrator. Illustrator as a tough one in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, yeah. it's the pen tool. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking learn your curves, anchor points. Yeah. Uh, but then I, uh, for a while, I discovered uh, there was a small little program called Streamline. Mm -hmm. Now it's built in Life Trace. Yeah. But Streamline it's helped. Trace, huh? yeah, 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 helped with if 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 I had like a really good black and white ink drawing. Yeah. I can streamline it in five seconds, and now I have the fill is an object clickable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the outline was pretty. Okay. It smoothed it. It smoothed it a bit, uh, uh, but not to where mm. it was uh, distorted. Mm -hmm. And now it's like normal. You know? Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a separate program indeed. It was. And, 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 and my uh, hacker buddies are like, man, if you're drawing all this stuff anyway, <laughs> fuck the pen tool sometimes, you know? Uh, I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? It's like, well, streamline, bro. <laughs> and they gave me this little, little program. It's, it's, and, it was yellow, no? Uh, I remember yellow. I think, yeah, and, 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 yeah, I think it was like yellow and then, was it yellow? With, a, with something black. Yeah. yeah, with the black, whatever it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was just like a miracle uh, to me. So wait, I can just like scan like ink drawings and now it's in there. I just click and I, and I, and I attribute a color to it. I was like in heaven, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and you get so used to it that. When you draw, you think you can push Apple Z, right? Oh, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Strata, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and that's before 3D Studio Max and all that stuff. I never used Studio Max. And I, that was kind of frustrating because when I was at the end of the, the, the possibilities of Strata, um, everybody was doing Max. Right. But Max was not on a Mac. Right. So because it was not on a Mac, I started with Cinema 4D, right. which was back then by far not competitive with Studio Max and, right. and Maya and all of that. But it was the only 
uh, Com comparable uh, software on for Mac. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And uh, uh, I got connected with uh, with uh, with like there was a scene around that time uh, in in uh, in the design in the design scene. There was like. Suddenly there was After Effects, there was Director, there was right. Flash, there was all these new kinds of softwares, yeah. and people start mashing them up and like yeah, yeah, yeah. cross pollinating, blah, blah, yeah. and every there, suddenly there was this scene. And also there was the internet, and you had design portals at SurfStage, um, right. News Today, uh, and and this had very much resemblance with, with the hip hop, with the graffiti right. community. With the zines and sending each other pictures. Yeah. What, what did you do? Yeah. Like, and and it, people really yeah. out there to claim the style. And, yeah. and, and share information and like, this is what I'm up to, here's yeah. the code or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that was a time I was like, oh no. I mean, when I started doing the 3D stuff, I already st started a bit, but that moment I was like, I also want to have her yeah, yeah. claim my own thing yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in this scene. And that was super fun because also you have these design conferences which are quite like the graffiti jams we used right. to travel to. It's like you see people from all over the world yeah. and, you, and you show new, they show new work and then it's very motivation, motiv right, motivational. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then it really started growing on me. I was like, okay, this is, this is my thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then got in touch with Bernstein and Drulli. It's a famous mm -hmm. rep agency, um, and they brought in big clients, and, and then the career kind of kicked off. Um, and then how, uh, when you approach that agent, right? Because mm -hmm. before then there was, uh, I mean, maybe not then yet, but maybe there wasn't a Tumblr community yet. Maybe, no, no, like no. this is way before then. Totally. We're talking yeah. like 2002 now or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, because... These like not these days anymore, but like ten years ago, uh -huh. those days, uh -huh. like you, you can you know show your work on on these kind of like kind of like the tumblers or uh -huh. like you know kind of like social groupings uh -huh. or like a Flickr or Behance or something, but that didn't exist in those no, days. No, it was all through through the platforms as news today, and that's no shit. If you get featured there, it was a huge uh, thing. Yeah. So and you like, got featured there. Yeah, I think I, I, like especially like like Tom Mueller. Mm -hmm. It was a, um, a guy from Antwerp that um, got into into this. He, he he was right. He he went to London to work at Virtual, and Virtual was looking for a Dutch speaking uh, designer. Mm -hmm. But Virtual re basically they gathered all the the top talent from this new scene, mm -hmm. as it was a super agency, and Tom Miller was able to join there, um, and. That agency, they did, they they defined no what shit. motion graphics is still doing today. It's like, G Monk was there, uh, Mike Young, I think, uh, Chapter Three, uh, James uh, James Whitigan, Whitigan, uh, Jens Goss. Uh, so it was like the dream team, and the the, the company never really uh, did any good business. I think yeah. it was all like too much. Uh, yeah, self-aggrandizing like we're the best no no egos but like they were like just having the best times because uh, uh, they also like cross all those um like that's crazy like 3d was there motion was there flash after effects director yeah. and they all crossed the, the, yeah, 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 and they yeah. matched it up and and 
And that was like every week you went to their website and, and you refreshed the latest yeah. Man, I remember when Flash websites were like, if you don't have a Flash website, you're a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember my friend was uh, pretty good at all this stuff. So we got a little Flash website going. But I'm like, man, this, it's, it's, it, it's, this is not it. <laughs> but it was all there, but it was Flash, yeah. you know? And I, re I remember looking, sitting with him, designing it on the timeline, the, the bullet point, yeah, this is what it does. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be a better way than Flash. But still, it was cool because it was actually so straightforward, simple. Right. That it, it, otherwise, I would never got into motion, I think. Right. It, it was because of simple tween movements. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and yeah. like making it vibrate yeah, or like yeah, bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Um, or like the rollover and there's a music thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the hidden buttons. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, I, I loved it. I remember that and I wanted to take it a step, step further and I, and I bought a action script uh, learning mm. for dummies. Right. It was this thick and I took it with me to Greece. <laughs> And, and, and you got drunk instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, 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 that was the end for me. That's not my... Uh, but no, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty intense. That was hardcore. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. for me at least. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of dyslectic and, and program. I, I don't know how you do it. I never stepped into any of the programs that you're uh, a master at. Uh, I, I'm just like, I just, I, just, I, I just need my little illustrator. I need my little Photoshop. That's it. It's just... And, and now... You know, uh, even there's animate, you know, there's this, there's that. I, I, I can't even, I'm too far deep into my world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, I, would, I could see how it could be so much fun. I just don't have the 500 hours to get familiar. You yeah, know? yeah, and it, it was total dedication. It was right. like for 10 years, it was 14 hours, 16 hours a day behind the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gained a lot of weight. I wasn't... And it was like literally you you work until four or five in the morning you wake up at eleven and you, you and, and you, you you keep your pajamas on yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just keep on jamming on it yeah. and, and yeah and you was, go to sleep when it's time to render you wake up boom yeah or whatever yeah yeah it was totally obsessed with it and and you wanted to be staying on top of the game right yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like every time there's a new software you wanted to be the one that used it in in a new way in a new way yeah. and then you could claim it and nobody else could do it yeah, that's yeah, like plant your flag before they yeah, do. Yeah, and especially with plugins. With a new plugin was, if you got access to plugins before they were uh, mass distributed, mm -hmm. and you could like mm -hmm. misuse them, that right. was always interesting. Which bring, brings me to the next question, but I'm going to take a leak first. <laughs> and I'll cut it right here. Okay. Yeah, but took me so much. And I'm not sure, but yeah. I, I can ask you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you heard about Beeple. Uh -huh. Right, and it's thirteen years of making a new design every day. Mm -hmm. And at first, I thought, "Wow, um, this guy's really doing all this every day, huh?" Uh -huh. And I'm like, ah, "I spend three, four hours on a computer every day. I know what I can do. <laughs> you know, maybe it's different in the three D space." Uh, but then he was on Rogan recently, explaining, but also hiding how he does it, mm. and it turns out that. A lot of these scenes you cannot buy for thirty bucks. You know, like a, mm. uh, like a, a full, let's say Trump, a Trump head. You know, full three D, mm -hmm. perfectly rendered, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, two expressions or whatever. Thirty bucks yeah. on on the open market. Yeah. And so then I noticed that he was hiding a little bit, 
a little bit that he take, takes a Trump head, put, puts it on a, a dinosaur body, which is another purchase, yeah. then lights it, then puts the camera, then maybe comes up with an idea that, you know, uh, for example, I'm making shit up right now, that there's, you know, a hundred little people trying to, you know, uh, charge the dinosaur with ropes. Yeah. And, and he's taking a big shit uh-huh. in, into a waterfall. Let's say that's the daily scene. Uh-huh. And then I thought, well, that's interesting because he's sampling, yeah. back to hip hop. He's uh-huh. sampling that James Brown break yeah. with the uh, la-di-da-di yeah. uh, uh, voice sample Dougie Fresh mm-hmm. and then the this and the that and he's putting it together. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I realized that, oh, okay, so if these worlds exist, and, and, and these scenes exist, mm-hmm. and these renderings mm-hmm. exist, and if you have a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and if, you, if you're quite good at manipulating the spaces and the lighting in the camera, mm-hmm. then it's not that big of a feat no. to, make, to make one of these things every day. No. But... And, and so I, I don't know these spaces or these mm-hmm. programs, mm-hmm. but I, I sensed that he was hiding a little bit, how complicated it was. And I'm not saying no disrespect, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm just wondering, like, with, from within the community, and you're obviously mm-hmm. a champion in that community, mm-hmm. like, how, how does that all feel from a distance? Well, the, the, of course, there's a lot of... Nobody cared until he made a lot of money with it. Uh, right. Um, but... As far as I know... Yeah, 69 million, right? Yeah. At least that, the first time, and then whatever happened after. Yeah. But it's, <clears throat> it's not... It doesn't get me excited, the type of work. Um, right. I, I, I have a big love also for the craftsmanship of like modeling. I can go nuts for hours just right. on the curve of a corner. But that's my space. And you feel that. It, 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 it's something but, else looking but, at your work. But it's... 3D is like... Even when I... When I in the early days, people, clients approach you thinking you're Pixar and you can do anything in 3D. Right. And like from characters to that. But like everybody in that huge 3D universe has his own special, a specialist in his own. Right. What Beeple does, he did it for such a long time without, he never took himself too serious. Right. He was true. always like laughing with his own stuff. He was, I, yeah. I saw a few keynotes from him. He was a super sweet guy, no ego whatsoever. That's for sure. And and he you you couldn't, um, um, man, the, the guy just he committed. <laughs> he made fun out of himself, basically. Right. Yeah. And the way that and the fact that he did it, what is um, what you can admire is that he never uh, skipped a day. <laughs> he never skipped a day. No, no even. New Year's, uh, well, baby's yeah, born, yeah, yeah. Uh, wife's in a hospital. Wait, gotta do, a, gotta do a render. Exactly. And he never <laughs> did it with the intention to cash in. Right, that's for sure. Um, 13 years in, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I think how NFT, NFTs started, maybe, I don't know, it's a hypo, 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 hypothesis. Yeah. Is that you got these uh, Ethereum uh, guys, they want to they, they attract cash and they want to attract people in the crypto world and they're like the NFTs is there and they're like who could be this perfect example who who would be the best person that we use as a marketing tool right. to to put the world upside down that energizes all the, the graphics the 3d yeah. the motion designer and, community and right plus the fact that what he does is is quite easy repro- uh, like like you say, he uses models from from 
from service it's not when you see the work it's not you get frightening everybody would say yeah. i can do that too right <laughs> if, when you're in that world yeah. yeah yeah and that's maybe even like the the maybe they did that on on on, on purpose like i don't we're not gonna hype a, an artist that is that is not uh i i my sense uh -huh. honestly because uh -huh. i was Like, because Rogan was grilling him a little bit. Because Rogan doesn't know anything uh -huh. about this stuff. Uh -huh. He knows a lot about a lot, but he doesn't uh -huh. know. He, just, he barely gets it. Uh -huh. And I, because, like, I'll do the same in my world, uh -huh. you know. I'll do the same in my world. I, I, I won't let you know how easy it is for me <laughs> if I feel that you think it takes me great effort to deliver it to you. Uh, That's what we have to do. We're professionals. Right, and so I felt like he was not being all the way transparent about how he's collaging in the 3D space. Yeah. And sure, he comes up with, with an idea mm -hmm. to juxtapose and you know build a little bit of a statement, mm -hmm. which you know that's not that hard to do because mm -hmm. when you look at the libraries that you can download, you look at four things. Oh, that's an idea, right? Yeah, yeah. And whether it is or not, and I think. He, he hit his hand a little bit and and i think he should do that and and i think that's you know but i think that not a lot of like i thought up until that interview that he's really like rendering all this shit and mm -hmm. like you know building these models and mm -hmm. or he's just you know like just just constantly you know wireframing and 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 sculpting and modeling mm -hmm. and and this is just he has a huge library because he's a fucking huge mm -hmm. beautiful nerd mm -hmm. and he's just plucking from his own trees mm -hmm. but no, no the things like, were already like there you, said, you he, see what i mean he's basically he's, he's a sample, he's a, sample artist he's a, he's a how do you say it a collage artist yeah exactly right and he, and he doesn't but no one knows that i, I don't think uh, well what's the difference with making collages from printed stuff and, it, and, yeah. and, and, and he Yeah. yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah. It's the same, mm -hmm. except for, I mean, we like our references. We know where to pull from. In the Tumblr days, it was a gold mine. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. how many folders do you have? Inspiration. Yeah. Click and drag from Huge Tumblr. Folder. At the same time, you never look at <laughs> you it. You never look at it. <laughs> I've got maybe 200 folders, inspiration, <laughs> all from Tumblr, never yeah. looked at it. Yeah. But, you know, that world of gifts, of, of quick moments, mm -hmm. of you know from manga to 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 like pixelated like 80s vibe stuff like all that kind of thing mm -hmm. is made by someone mm -hmm. you know and i always thought that or at least since the last year that he was really modeling all this stuff and he's plucking from his own library mm -hmm. i wasn't even really aware that in the in the 3d space there's of course places where you can buy a render that some romanian guy did And now he put it up online, mm. uh, giraffe, uh, mm. you know, eighteen dollars mm. or like you know, point zero 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 Bitcoin. Mm. Oh, I'll just pick that up and I'll bend the giraffe's neck, and and there we go. But uh, honestly, I think everybody in the three D scene knows, knows that. that. But I, this is my point. I don't mm. think anyone outside of the three D scene knows that. Is that of any relevance? Oh. It's not really. But I don't think he's selling those things to people but, in the three D scene. But I don't. I don't think that people from outside, the, the people are buying the NFTs, they don't care if he models it or what. That's it's, probably it's, true. It's a speculative object, right. trade just, object. It's, it's right. just Chanel now. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a name brand. It's exactly. a thing, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. But uh, the thing is that, and that's always, I think, with uh, with with people with a lot, with a lot of spotlights on them, is right. like, 
he gets so much love over him, yeah. which is always dangerous, I think. Right. Because, uh, I don't know, but like, he became the spokesperson or for the outside world, right. or outside 3D world for, for our community. Right. And like, everything is, is, is put next to people. Or something. I don't know. I don't know. But that brings me to you, because... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, your feel, your signature is felt in your work. Like, and that's very hard to do. Um, yeah, but, you but, know, like... But I, uh, my work was on another Louis Vuitton t-shirt. <laughs> so, it was not? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, it's, it's before NFTC already, it was like, that was wow when Virgil right. took his work on... on uh, that's uh, true. And so it, whatever he has done, it... it yeah, it had some significant. It, it really did. Yeah. yeah, which brings us to you <laughs> and like, like if if I I know there's some um, feeling, you know, what what once something is on the blockchain, right? It's minted there. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of computing power, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and some coins, uh, you can use to mint on some of these. Um, marketplaces yeah most of it is in eth which still requires like a big gas fee Mm -hmm. and like all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff but there's other platforms that use other Mm -hmm. coins that for some reason and and you i I don't know enough about it but maybe you can enlighten all of us about well what the situation is there is that bullshit when uh, certain platforms say the gas on this is on the house and it doesn't require that much computing power to mint this particular Mm -hmm. project or is that marketing bullshit I, I wouldn't say it's bullshit i um it's a very complicated matter it's 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 i've, I've read so much about it and still it's not clear for me it's, it's very right. technical and so and it's typical these days on the internet you find you find you find enough stuff that always backs up your vision or id right so whatever party you choose for it it's it's uh, and it's really hard to find out uh uh, what's wrong, right or wrong? Um, what I learned was that you have the proof of stake and uh, uh, proof of work, and one is uh, uses a lot less energy than the other. Da da da. So I, in the beginning, when 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 the hype started, I was like, my gut feeling said, this is not about the art. This is mm. not about the integrity. Right. This is just a pure speculative, specul- speculative, speculative yeah. money grab. Yeah, this yeah. is just Wall Street in a modern. Right, <laughs> package, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and like the people buying NFTs, it, 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 they they didn't give a shit about us or or the art. It was all about right. just a thing to trade. Right, secondary and, market. I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna quadruple my money. So boom, I'm getting in. Yeah, okay. and for me, I, I think there was there was the people buying the stuff was was quite small, and then suddenly the the supply. <laughs> was everywhere uh, so I was like this this is gonna collapse quickly uh, pretty quickly but then it became so big that I also thought like okay um, this the ripples that come afterwards they might put better stuff or more interesting stuff into my there's right. clearly a need or, or, or there's a there's there are lots of opportunities and, and, and you can feel the frustration from people not feeling respected recognized in, in the digital world so I was, I was like, let's be patient and see right. what better alternatives follow. Right. 
So do, you, like, do, like, do, do it, you think if a lot of work went into like uh, an NFT drop mm-hmm. and it's like you can feel, okay, someone spent like 60 hours on this animation and, and, it, and, it, and it's an extension of, let's say, an artist or a, a motion graphics person or a 3D person's work and now it's like the full clip or even if you make it, let's say in your case, you made it yourself mm-hmm. and, and there's just a moment that is infinite, right? It's like, mm-hmm. a, let's say a 15 second moment that is infinite, it loops. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you you know, it's it's one of your works, but specifically made for a drop. Mm-hmm. The, the, does it hold value? And, 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 and does it, does, well, is it, is it, is it worth the supposed computing power that damages the environment in some mm-hmm. way? It, it, knowing where we are with everything. For me, I mean, Um, not, not not even a year before the the NFT hype started, you have marches all o- marches all over the the world uh, about climate change and da 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 and 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 we we should reduce our flying miles and da da da, and then and a lot of people in our scene are very vocal and stand on the on the barricades and are like equality diversity and, and climate and a lot of them virtue signaling too just trying to be you yeah. know letting everyone know i'm a good guy we're artists we're right blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and i support that it's amazing and through the event as by night i was also uh, which we'll talk about in a second too yeah we got to talk about that. so the, the social responsibility as a designer and 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 use our skills to not only for advertising capitalism but also to, to make the right. world better but right and then suddenly there's this tool that can, can, uh, uh, it's like, it's like casino. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. and, and you see so many people what, turning their back to all of that and just read, read, read. Yeah. And, and, and like some claiming, yeah, finally, this, this is a fair market. It's not like the old art world. Everybody gets a chance here and that. But that's all bullshit. All the people that made money were people that were already making money. And for the most part, yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah. the people with a lot of followers. And, From and, NBA uh, to like some superstar yeah, artists. Yeah. The, the, I don't remember people saying, oh, now finally that guy in, in, in that little village in Africa can... That's not true. It's, it's all marketing no and the platforms. Because yeah. people and, buy it, it's, it's like... It's out of that like Supreme and, 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 and Nike secondary culture, you know... You, you get the fucking the dunk or the zoom, right? But you get the limited edition. Mm-hmm. You pay a kid to go wait in line because mm-hmm. you're now a little bit older and you don't do that anymore, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then you get, the, you get the release, you get the whatever, the item, and then you hold on to it for six, six months. But on the secondary market, stock X or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is, and all of a sudden the thing that costs you 90 bucks, you can sell for 640 bucks. Yeah. That's also what struck me the NFT space to mm-hmm. be. Because why else buy something that we used to get for free mm. on Tumblr? Yeah. Like back to the inspiration folder. We already have it. Yeah. Right? But it, it, it must be, like you said, because it's a stock mm. and, and it's going to grow in value and it's his first drop. Mm-hmm. Right? And his mm. first drop must mean something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or does it? And, and, and so I go from in between feeling like, man, it's a beautiful new space mm-hmm. where when everyone participates and you build some community and there's some hype, which who has to do that? The creator, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel weird about. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like, 
turning up a hype machine, getting a publicist, and working with my team. I, I, just to let you think that there's more value to my animated illustration. And maybe it's worth something to you because mm -hmm. I did it in a brand new way. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe you never bought a painting. And now you get the thing for 300 bucks and then you can maybe resell it in, in five years for 18,000. Like that's what I'm trying to sell you mm. if I'm going to do an NFT. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because in a way I'm doing the same thing with these paintings. Mm -hmm. Like I'm charging you or whoever's interested a certain amount for this. Mm -hmm. But I know at least 60% of the people that buy my stuff, they believe it's going to go up in value because I'm very prolific. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wait, should I really find out whether you like this stuff at all? Because I don't think it's that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you think it's good. Why do you think it's good? Why did you buy a painting? Mm -hmm. Is it because, man, this, this guy's been everywhere, man. Yeah. He's painted LA five times over in the yeah. last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, is that why you're buying something? And it, should I figure that out uh -huh. before I sell you a painting? Or is, or is that the same commodification yeah. of but, art? But, but now in, but, in, a, in, in a digital space. I you see what I'm saying? I don't object as an artist, how you, you, you try to make your living or put yourself in the market. But with NFTs, I'm like, at this, at this time, why introduce um, a mechanism, a system, a platform that is bad for the environment? That's bad time. And, and this, is, this is what, I, I know a year ago, mm -hmm. you told Zenith about it, you told me about mm -hmm. it. Cause, and that's just what my friend did, huge business. Uh -huh. And I'm like, I forget. <laughs> of course, so many people. You know, and, 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 and since then, I don't know if it's been suppressed. Like, I've, I've watched so many documentaries, and mm -hmm. I know uh, to mine Bitcoin back mm -hmm. in 2009. Mm -hmm. It's it the story of the guy that lost his little hard drive with, with, with his... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's in some uh, uh, dump yard. Yeah, yeah. It's in a dump, and he's been petitioning that city... For the last seven years, look, I got a, ha a billion and a half worth uh, of fucking Bitcoin on a hard drive that my wife threw out. The, the, the key he lost. The key. Yeah. And so this guy was the, the, one of the earliest guys, the first 10,000 people that would mine Bitcoin or maybe less. Mm -hmm. And so he earned a, a billion and a half worth of uh, mm -hmm. Bitcoin mm -hmm. back in 2009. Uh, and he's trying to get it back. Mm -hmm. And so what I don't understand yet is that how his computers at that time, right? Um, like I know there's 21 million Bitcoin and I'm not saying you're the expert either, but no, I'm just wondering what the thinking is behind it. Like if it only took, I don't know, maybe let's say 5,000 computers back then, mm -hmm. how does it take 100,000 computers now? Because I, I think the algorithm, but again, I don't, don't quote me on this because <laughs> And I forgot, forgot almost half of it, but uh, I think the, the algorithm or the key to crack actually or to calculate, the more gets minted, the more complicated it is, I okay. think. So it all the time is more and more power. I see. But I'm not totally sure. But I mean, like I saw figures from Cambridge University that I was saying that was like mind blowing. Uh -uh. <laughs> um, I think Bitcoin was like uh, responsible for 0.1% of the global <laughs> energy consumption. I mean, yeah, like, 0.1. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you, you see these pictures of these mining firms in China. It's mostly in Kazakhstan, I heard. Yeah, well, wherever it is, because I also read this story like in China, they say, ah, oh, Bitcoin is using green energy, right? right? And then in China, 
there are some green uh, energy facilities, uh, but it's limited available. So it's hamsters and wheels mining <laughs> Bitcoin. No, but if, if, if there's only this much available, so if the Bitcoin mining takes that all, that means yeah. that other people needs to get the dirty yeah, energy. Yeah. So it's, and then, you know, when we, we got this little movement, like all about awareness, not like judging people, but like right. be conscious. Then you suddenly saw some platforms like, uh oh, uh, and they, they started by dropping and, and then, um, how, uh, so what did they do again? It's like, uh, I forgot about No, it. I, I remember that. that. There was like eight months ago where they were countering the, uh, the environmental impact of mining mm -hmm. ETH and Bitcoin with another narrative. And then they were saying that that narrative uh, was actually born from governments that did not want to move away from, ce uh, yeah, yeah. from centralized currency. <laughs> so it was actually like not a CIA op, but something to that equivalent yeah, yeah, yeah. in order to, to have people take pause in joining the crypto community, yeah. which is all about decentralizing currency and, 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 and getting away from the, from the greater world banking system that we've been under the spell under for the last 150 yeah. years. Yeah, but that whole thing about decentralizing and anarchistic and fuck the banks, fuck the government. You think it's bullshit? No, in, in the essence it's probably true, but what's the result? We have an even crazier uh, marketplace with no rules, with, with the government doesn't even know what happens. And is, it, is, it, is, is this new space good? I mean, it, it's, it's worse than, than Wall Street. I mean, well, people from out of their pocket can 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 do do some gambling, and and it right. and it reaches the the miners even. Right. It's it's and nobody has the patience anymore to make money in a slow and, and right way. Everybody right. wants to do show. It's hype. It's it's it's. So it's, it's I, I see it's, I see that, and I see the crypto because you know I I bought some crypto over mm -hmm. the last year, mm -hmm. and I see you know what Shiba's doing, Saitama, you know, big hype. You know, oh, it's gonna happen. You know, if if you if you bought a thousand dollars worth of Shiba Inu a year ago, a thousand dollars today, mm -hmm. you've got like six hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. And there's some that did that. Yeah. And so you join, you know, but you're always too late. <laughs> Nothing ever really. I mean, yeah. you make some gains, but it's it's like what the stock market is after all. Anyway, you know, you're supporting a project, and hopefully. It gains support, and I think through these Reddits and all this sort of stuff, uh, and now Discord with the NFTs. I, but aside from that, I, I would just I could see like if you did it, if if but of course not if it, if it's against your moralistic again, stand. Like I, I think you would I'm, like do really I'm, well in, in that space. Yeah, and not to <laughs> say that you're not only already doing really well, but to, to, it would be, be so honest, interesting like, to see is what I'm saying as an art project. Like eighty percent of my environment of my colleagues are, are on it and making tons of money. I hear these stories all the time. It's like, even in Antwerp, <laughs> you, you you just uh, bump into uh, someone. Oh, I, I bought a house with a. It's like yeah. it's all the time and and uh, it's funny because I've I worked hard and and uh, and I I worked hard also for some financial security because I grew up with with misery because of financial stuff and I was one of the, the main uh, 
targets. And, and some people along that way tell like, oh, the reason is too commercial and advertising, da, 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 da. And, and, and judge me for that. And now I'm the hippie in the town. <laughs> now I'm like, and maybe it's also, I, for me, easy to say because you're in some, some way settled and, and maybe you would talk totally different if, if but I don't know. I don't want to judge anybody and I think it's super, uh, yeah. I, I wish I could play the game along, but I'm, I've, been, I've been also vocal about it. I want to stick to my principles. Right. As and, long as you're right, you but, know, but because I don't know if I'm right. I, and, and That's the thing, and I don't know if you're right either, mm. but I would like to know if you're, because I've heard this before, mm -hmm. but then I, I talk to people that are also uh, like very concerned with all the things that you are concerned with, mm -hmm. and they say, no, 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 no. No, these are campaigns against crypto. Nah, I don't, I don't. Personally, I and, don't. But then I they, don't. they break down to me why it is, yeah. and I'm like, oh. And but, I forget now exactly what their points were. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but it, like I said, there are arguments for for any of pro and sites. con everything. Right? Yeah, it's it's and you get lost in the technology, techno, technology, uh, technology, the, the, no, the technical, uh, oh, the technicalities. Yeah, yeah. How, how it's. I've I've been seeing so many crypto uh, documentaries on YouTube, and still I don't I don't yeah. to be honest totally get it. <laughs> I mean. But it, 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 it says something about you that, look, until I know for sure, yeah. I'm staying away. And it's, it's also as being a father now, uh, I want to be on the right side in history. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I, I, for, since forever, I, I see that your personality is, is an ever nonstop evolution, progress. Right. I allow it, I've, I foster it to, to, to never say, like, this is, this is who I am. It's it's a continuous thing. Yeah. And and when I was twenty two I would have <laughs> NFT the shit out of it. <laughs> but but now it's different. It's uh it's uh Well let's pick it up from from Zillion, because I'm still interested because mm -hmm. like a lot of big things happen after that. And um I, I think there are huge things like in, 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 in your life as a professional. And so um there's a there's a bridge between those days like the early uh work on on flyers and everything mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you you, you get your hooks into something yeah it's like look i think i got something here. well the there was this when i talked about that agency in london that, that grouped all those top towns that was also renaissance and he was a, it's a dutch guy and he was actually the first guy that took graphic design in 3d software mm. uh, so all those other guys were mainly doing some did a bit of 3d but it was mainly flash after effects director illustrated photoshop blah blah blah, blah. but 3d studio max 3d studio max and graphic design was, was nobody was doing that basically right. very little and he was very good at it and he moved to Antwerp. i was also in that space working so that's how we knew each other and then he came to Antwerp for a while we, we became good friends and he introduced me to some, uh, to some clients in, in, in the States for some motion graphics. I was full on into motion graphics back then. And to be honest, um, I wasn't such a motion fan, but I sensed the niche and the opportunity because nobody was, was playing in that field. And was it so, mostly for commercials or videos or? or? Um, it was m mostly for cultural stuff and right. then 
it grew towards the commercial stuff in advertising. Um, so I always had the love in modeling and texturing and lights. And then I was like, oh, now I have to animate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was most of the time a turntable animation and uh, with some little cuts. And, uh, but, um, and then I, 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 motion graphics back then was, there was no global illumination, which is a complicated term for like, calculating how light rays bounce and that way you create a, um, a photorealistic render. Right. Back then I was taking way too long. So everybody rendered in black with high metallic and glass. Right. Yeah, Those yeah, materials yeah. rendered quickly. Right. That's where you could animate it. Suddenly there was uh, global illumination and I was like, finally, the render started breathing again. Right. There was life. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, for me, it was like, this is graphic design again. Yeah. Not anymore that dark. Uh... So I started finding the love again for like colorful pieces, graffiti. And, 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 uh, so I uh, concentrated back on stills. And then I, I was really getting a lot of work from advertising in Belgium. And some of that work reached the US. And then Bertrand and Drulli started ripping me. And then it was huge it was like so many <laughs> big jobs and i think by back then there were maybe five players in the world and uh, delivering to that demand or like yeah. um, filling in that that uh, that were demanded by those big clients in the yeah US and it was a big thing like uh, it was like products uh with a graphical 3d environment from a right. car to a shampoo bottle and, right because there, there, there was a moment i noticed too where instead of like uh shooting the product in, in a perfect environment exactly. perfectly the lit yeah. they just decided hey yeah. fuck that yeah let's <laughs> let's let's 3d model this thing yeah, yeah we can do with it whatever we want we got it forever exactly, exactly. right and when was that that was 2004 so, maybe or something because uh, i noticed that yeah. and i could because i could see that mm -hmm. that is not the actual car anymore it looks too good no or something the car it was the car but like you put in a 3D dummy of the car and you build a scene uh -huh. and then you replace in, in, in post uh, you, you replace the the 3D car with the, the I the, see the, there's often car brands they have like a library of angles of the car shot already right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have to uh, so it's almost like a video mapping yeah yeah not really in Photoshop like just yeah crazy so you render the car as a clay model. Right. In, in your scene to catch shadows and or cast shadows and right. catch light you render it in a reflective way to to get the reflections from the environment right but give those extra layers to the to the post uh post right. guy and uh and that started yeah. happening with hamburgers with everything right? yeah yeah and that was big that That's was like crazy and there were very little people in the scene doing that right um and i was like I was and sure. you were one of them yeah yeah like one of five people in the world that was I like mean, probably special horrible, but like uh, which Zero, getting the gigs it, like you're you're in in that small group yeah amazing i think Cyril cut in, in madrid was one of the um the, the players back then and and still is uh, but we we and we were all with the same rep so right it's all family we controlled anyway. yeah. we controlled it um, nice. and there was also in poland there was a very good agency also they were really on top of it that was uh Arstania. it was super good um uh, and I was comfortable, um, but also like you get asked a lot of the clients, 
they think you're Disney. They 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 want you to do character modeling. Yeah, you said you, that before. Yeah, you said they, they like, think you're Pixar. Is there anything in my portfolio that looks like a character? And and, right. and 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 so it took a long time to to really like make them. Because because an animated let's say uh, Donald Duck is different than an, than than a full modeled object then yeah, than 3d typography or right because there's no expressions on, on ah on yeah that way well but, but like 3d mo- 3d character modeling is is different software to, right different software different technique you need to and you need to be a character designer right i could i remember and i, I used to say yes to everything because I, I, I you want to keep I, working I, yeah, yeah i want to yeah. learning also right so uh, i remember this proximus uh the cell phone company uh it's Belgium's national cell uh, yeah. phone, and they wanted to to have a break dancer made from bubbles, <laughs> uh-uh. and I was sure. And it was you a did nightmare because then they say like, <laughs> I want the, the character to smile and oh, be optimistic, and and I'm like, um, that's another two weeks. Yeah. yeah, and I know like one time I really, I really, cra- crashed like I did an animation for uh, for a sports drink, and I was like. And I, I always was up for it. And all yeah, yeah, and, and I always found a way to fix it. And, but this time I was like sitting against yeah. the, the wall, crying like I can't do this. Like you present the animation and they, shit, start over. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And 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 it was with liquid, going uh, through going oh, through the scene. Yeah. But I can't, I can't even imagine. Cause I I run into that, mm-hmm. and and sometimes the client doesn't know what they want. No. But. Be- for one reason or other, you take the gig, but you know they don't know what they want, yeah. even though you know that those are the worst clients. Yeah. And then you, you spend like 10 days already, full presentation, mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, <laughs> what if we did it another way? And it's like, well, another way is going to be yeah. another 10 days, yeah. right? Yeah. And so this is the, then also a question uh, for you. Like, it, my feeling is that you're doing everything yourself yeah. and you're in full control mm-hmm. from, from, from the sketches to the rendering, to the presentation, mm-hmm. the PDFs, the revisions. Mm-hmm. That's all you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that very common? No. Um, and many people told me, like, you know, why don't you start a studio? You have the network. And, uh, right. and, and, and I always loved navigating uh, uh, in that freedom. Like, I right. could shift my compass at any time. Right. Like, now I want to try this. I don't know. Right. And and I was also, like, because I grew up in a financial insecurity and and the the enterprises of my father ruined kind of quite a lot of bank accounts and and I was always afraid from debts, debts, yeah, debts, debts are no fun. So I was like, I'm doing everything on my own, and, and I'm no, the same way, man. No I don't know, maybe it's because we're little Belgians. <laughs> I don't know. I want to control everything about it. Yeah, and then. Let me maximize that, and mm-hmm. if I can do that, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't need to run a team of 20 people. No, but I also realized after, as, as later, as by night, that working with a team, you can accelerate so much faster. Right. You can uh, bring ideas to fruition so right. much. T- tell everyone, as by night. Uh, I'll, I'll come to that. Or we'll come back in, in, in a minute. Yeah, what I wanted to say about advertising, what really frustrated me over all those years was that um, what's very typical in advertising is they have an account, a client, and, and he needs a campaign. They, they sketch the campaign. It used to be sketches and a mood board, pretty vague, but, but, but the last 15 years, I know, it's like they, they go on the internet, they search for references, they put the type of the copy on it, they sell it to the client, they come to you and they say, make this. Make it happen, yeah. And I'm like, 
I always had the, the a field that I'm obligated to, to uplift it or, or bring in your own uh, interpretation or add your own. Right. And I couldn't just like execute that sketch literally. Right. And I'm also like when I'm on it, designing it, I'm so focused on it. I'm, I'm so... I go to bed with it. There's new ideas that arise. Yeah. And you have to allow that coming in. Yeah. Because that's where the magic happens. Exactly. And there, I can count on my hand, uh, on my two hands, the agencies or creative directors that allow that and cherish that. And those campaigns, the people that allowed that, those are the campaigns that, that they, were unique. They and do. And that are yeah. still, yeah. That, that still attract new clients. Yeah, yeah. And not yeah. only that, I'll go one step further. Yeah. Like I, like I, I argue cause I've worked with like all of them too, mm -hmm. strangely enough, mm -hmm. even though we're in totally different things. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I always found that, you know, uh, the agency that has the accounts, you know, there's a senior art director, there's a little team of six, seven, eight people. You jump on the call. We really need you for this. Right. Mm -hmm. They get in the way. Yeah. They, they no. I'm sorry to say, but the agency most of the time fucks up. They water down. Why? Yeah. Because they are there to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. And so the few times I was able to work client direct, for me, were my most successful. Totally. Things. Totally. And 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 so totally. what do we say about that? Totally. Without, without saying. Totally. You know, <laughs> isn't it true? <laughs> That's so. And and and, 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 and so, but the, the agency serves the purpose of the safety net. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like when Reason is out with COVID, or with a broken foot, or he's depressed, or so, or so they think. Uh -huh. Then we got the internal team at the agency at Saatchi Publishers, uh -huh. whatever it is, to like still make do on, 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 on the account, right? I don't know if it's even that. It's like, I think that's what it is. It, I, I think a lot of those people are just doing their 9 to 5 and they're not really passionate. Yeah. And it's an account. And, 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 it, I, I, and they're there to comment on, on a conference call. Yeah. Or, or give a note. And, a, and sometimes the note is on point and sometimes you planted the idea because you know they need a job too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you left it iffy, but you knew it's either A or B and I'm fine with both. Yeah. And there is Lori on the call. What if we... But it, Bingo, Lori, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, so many of those revisions or those opinions feel like somebody had a look at the work for five minutes, Bingo. passing the computer, oh, maybe blah, 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 right. not knowing the consequences of yeah. that little bubble yeah, yeah, request, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it totally demotivates you, and, and you're like, you go quickly to the mode, like, okay, whatever, right. do what you ask for. But, but the problem with that is, sometimes, mm -hmm. that uh, also because... Maybe you're working on another thing, you know, this, this deadline is now moved into the, the <laughs> yeah. to beginning of another project, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's sort of like, like, how much do I actually care about this particular thing? I do, but the environment of yeah. the phone calls and, totally. and, 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 the, and, and the, you know, don't put the creator into a defensive position. I'm also not saying accept whatever, whatever he does. Mm. It depends on the creator. But sometimes you just know that that internal team representing the client at, at agency level, you're just there, like, like you said, you looked at it for five minutes and you have something to say. I think mustard <laughs> yellow is a little bit, you know, and I think, I think the type should make, make a U-turn or whatever it is. Yeah. 
And if if you super if, random, if, exactly. And if you say if you fight them on it, oh yeah, then they then they don't have a job anymore. Yeah. And you know they need yeah. a job because yeah. they're getting their whatever it is, yeah. junior, senior, yeah. it depends. So let let's talk about that for one second because this is a conversation I don't get to have with anyone. <laughs> Can we, I do it, Peter? Yes, <laughs> and I'll hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were we saying? No, uh, yeah, about advertising and their... Uh, oh, yeah, client I, direct. I, I got a funny thing because I, I did this keynote quite a few times on, on, on creative conference. Come, it's good to see. And, and I, I present this case um, as, a, as a typical uh, uh, situation in advertising. And it's a job I get from a parent's agency. And it's like, uh, hey, this is for BMW. Uh, needs to be finished next week. Uh, so, Already impossible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's a, it's a little fee, but the client is very interesting. All the classic yeah, bullets. Huh? Great promotion for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the fuckers. Yeah. And then you think like, okay, BMW might align with the aesthetics I, I, I stand for or whatever. Uh, and, and I'm like saying to the agents like, I know these these guys. I mean, it's it's never next week, so it's gonna be probably uh, no no. I, I I assure you. The, so the job starts and the, the brief is like a new BMW and they want a, a hard B. So this is a fictional brief that you bring up in your keynote uh, a, talk. A, a brief I actually got right. Oh okay, and you bring it up as like an example of yeah. something. So I said this is brief. They want like a hard beat as an uh, as a. a, a uh, graphical 3D line behind the car, and the the line is quite flat. But behind the car, it goes emotional. And it's right. So, I'm like, okay, I can do that in, in, in two days. It's fine. <laughs> so you make the first presentation, and my ambition was like, I'm gonna make it like it's almost an installation in a gallery, a nice right. uh, scaffolding system that carries the line. Some subtle wires going down, make it really architectural, elegant. Uh, and then I make the first sketch because I always want to see, can you show something tomorrow? And you're like, I shouldn't do that because you're going to see something and you get IDs and then you're already blocking any creativity. Right. But they really wanted it. So I showed the first mock-up, really rushed. And, uh, and then they start. Oh, can you do this? And can you do that? And, and it's already like you're obstructing everything I was planning to do with it to make it beautiful and sexy. Yeah. You're now already like oh, fucking oh, oh, oh. up. And they come with the most idiotic things. And I show that. It's like 100 slides. But you don't reveal the agency. No. Because it's a keynote and you're in public now. You don't want to embarrass anyone. So it's it's about 100 slides. All the time, like, just asking, doing what they say. And and they're like, could you put a corner in that line? Could you you uh, a suggestion of a street? And and they they keep on. And (laughs) and at, at some point, I... I sent them like a scribble of lines <laughs> going like all my frustrations in it. <laughs> and the whole crowd goes like, they loved it because they recognized the feeling, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they applaud for it. Yeah, and, then, yeah. and, and my agent is like, you can do that. This is France. And they don't laugh with that. You're never going to find any work anymore. And I'm like, hey, please give my pleasure for a little bit more. <laughs> Just for one, yeah. for two days. Yeah. And then I keep on going. And then at some point, I... I just flipped the car upside down and put a, a big dead cross. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh, no, no, kiss no. my ass, motherfucker. Oh, so mad. By the way, they're not French fries. They're fucking <laughs> Belgian fries. P.S. <laughs> and, uh, and it's so funny because you, you really did that, huh? Yeah. What? And you feel the whole that's crowd hilarious. like... That's hilarious. Yes, that's it. You Our nailed hero. it. <laughs> and then, Reason uh, for president. And then uh, uh, the way I finish... And, uh, it's very funny because... So that's at that that's point, a great keynote. You have, you have that car... On a really weird floor, with a with a with a uh, in the air floating neon line. It's really absurd composition, and it, it makes no sense. It's totally not BMW either. Yeah, yeah. And then, I remember their last uh, remark, and was like, "The light is is it's can you make it more like the morning sun." In Central Bay, yeah, okay, <laughs> and you're like in this it's black, neon in black space, neon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, well, and so that happened quite a lot of times, and and you 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 really need to cherish the, the the creative directors, the agencies you work with along the way. That for sure that 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 do work together. That where there's dialogue, of course. And for me, like. Through the neon stuff. <laughs> yeah. And we got to get to that. We got to get to that. <laughs> but through the neon stuff, I got in touch with Nike, Brand Design Headquarters. Uh, You're working direct with Portland. Yeah, yeah. From, from Belgium. With that is, that's the way to do it. Because yeah. then you don't have interpreters. Oh, and that for me, it was like, now oh, I'm coming home. Oh, of course. Because you work with super talented and passionate people. Exactly. And, and Who are whatever. actively designing <sighs> yeah. and actively giving instruction to their respective agencies. Because they have a lot of agencies yeah. for, for a lot of different things. Yeah. But not for the most creative parts. No. That's in-house. No. And, and, and they, that's how it should be. And they appreciate exactly. your... your they, if you, you there's a little detail they like put a lot of effort in they they value they, they value that they see that and they love they they want you to come up with with stuff that they were not expecting right and and that, that's the, that's also my experience in the in, in the number of cases that were, where i was there mm -hmm. and it's just because the agency to me became very suspicious you know, at the you know beginning of 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 the the campaign or the gig or whatever, mm -hmm. they all jump up on my email list. Two weeks after we're done, they jump off of my email list. And oh, like, really? <laughs> oh yeah, and and stuff like this. <laughs> and and then along the way, mm -hmm. I see that wait, I, I'm I'm very confused why you're on this call. You're a representative of the client, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. And it just confuses me uh -huh. because you're you're here doing something but if if you knew what to do uh -huh. you wouldn't need me but then when you contact me then you're telling me what to do with bad ideas yeah. and i don't want to insult anyone yeah yeah i want to be yeah. i want to play ball yeah but number one you should have someone like me in house with the agency yeah. in, a, in a in a in a way it's weird that an agency totally. has outside talent totally that they're representing and marking up by the way and they always say you know, oh, it's a good promotion, oh, the budget. But mm. that's all, I, I, I know that from experience, and I'm sure you do mm. too. You know, they give you a number, they, at a minimum, <laughs> at a minimum, double that number, yeah. at a minimum, and they lowball you. <laughs> and you think this is a good number. No, it's not a good number. It's a, no. it's, they're, I mean, I don't want to speak too harshly, because no. thank you, also, I, agencies. I, but. I definitely had good experiences too, and uh, 
also sometimes they paid way too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what they don't know anymore. Yeah. Seventy-two and seven. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> they pay too much. Yeah, but tell me about uh, Nike though, because that yeah. that yeah. became the beginning of a long relationship. Yeah, that was like. It was weird because that's there was not a contract or anything, but right. like I really, really liked working. Uh, there was Michael Spoljarek, Everett, um, and and uh, so many people that whatever briefing they uh, alone looking at the briefing was a pleasure, right? It's like right. how they how nicely laid out, and 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 it's like ah. And and the mood boards like immediately you start looking up the artist they use as a reference, right. which is. Way more vague than 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 what an agencies used to right. send you. More avant garde. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like a feeling, an atmosphere was, and it, for me that was like that was i I learned a lot there, and right. from different disciplines. And what was super interesting with working with Nike is there's a new shoe coming out. You're involved in the really early stages, and at the same time there's a uh, 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 they're working on the retail with with a with a party. They're working on the logo, on the on the on the type, right. um, on, on on motion, and and maybe even a few other three D designers. Right. And the creative director sees all these things next to each other growing, right. and then at some point, like a composer, or did I say that like a, a uh, 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 yeah, composer. yeah, composer, like a, a dirigente. Yeah. How do you say that? A composer. Yeah. Is that a composer? <laughs> it's a guy that leads the orchestra. Yeah. I think it's a composer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he starts like. Taking a few ingredients from 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 retail. That's a good art director. That's an art director. And then and then you're like you get input from totally unexpected directions. Right. And and even I get influence on right. how the retail installation could look like. Right. Which is for me also very motivating because right. you finally see your your elements becoming right. real life. How stuff. it's merchandised and yeah. all that kind and, of thing. And then you really then you feel like you're making new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 then again when it comes out with the campaigns or uh, ah, the billboards, yeah. it's yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, yeah. it's no, it feels like super yeah. motivating. And then I was also like, finally, my language or forms or the way, the style of work I, I like and and put, uh, makes sense for the client. Because right. with advertising, I'm like, why do you ask me to make this? I, right. I, have, I have nothing with your product, right. and my style yeah. doesn't help yeah, anything. Yeah. In any way, selling your product. Right. So with Nike, it was like, and that's so much. And I don't know. It's it's it's. And then like four or five years, and kind of then came out by night. And, and so, yeah. yeah. And so uh, like these four or five years, it's like a campaign a year, two campaigns a no, year. No, no, no. Or two more. I don't know. Way more. But no, not actually. Because that's that's the most coveted <laughs> slot. Uh, for any uh, artist, illustrator, three D person, coveted, uh, what do you mean? a coveted, uh, sought after. Oh uh, yeah, but it, but it, like Nike is the holy grail. Yeah, because everybody is. And is, if that's your work, their work there. Yeah, it's not that you make something which is not you. Somewhere. Right. Exactly. And uh, no, but it was it was like I say it was not never on a contract or whatsoever. But it was like weird. It was like that one was done. Boom, the next one was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I told I remember often I told my friends like. What it's very unusual, yeah. and it was boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It kept on coming, and because you're just in Antwerp, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they, but they, but it yeah. doesn't matter. No, but but out of all the people, seven point two, two billion people on the planet, no. oh, it's reason, huh? Yeah, but they work. Isn't that a weird, weird feeling? No, I mean you get. It's like I remember the first time you see that uh, Nike signature in the email. 
I, I, I was driving on the Mexostevich. Another Mexostevich. I was excited in the car. Like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, but... I was Cutie so, was special, but either... Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was goosebumps. And then, yeah. once you're on a job, four weeks later, it's, it's the most normal thing. Right? Yeah, and then it's another gig. Yeah. But, so it kept on coming. and But, like, 80% of the work I did for them was maybe not used. And, and right. they work with so many people. Right. It's, it's not that... They don't, you, you feel unique because and then, then one, once you work with them you start noticing that yeah right? and it's yeah. not it's 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 smart of them they yeah. threw money at all the right. designers yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean all the the, the right. and 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 it was also funny because sometimes you make work for for a campaign and it they shift direction right. it's not used still it was good work but then you see in another campaign you see some influences of, right you seem to think that ah. Eh, and then you're like, huh? I wasn't even involved with that yeah, campaign. Yeah, yeah. But it's like they have so much money. At least back then, they spent so much money on all these, yeah. so many designers. It's like you're a flower in the garden, and and, and it, it it mutually yeah. like. And then they they must have they the feed of amazing work they get to see because yeah, yeah. not everybody's allowed to to show it and, and share it. Right. And they, they work with all those top talents. And all those right. top talents show their best work because they love working for Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get all that inspiration continuously. You got to make a choice at one point. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if they have a room up there and they, they stick up all the work that comes in every week, right. that, that room must be the, the most amazing gallery, right? That's got to be something, yeah. It's, uh, That's got to be something. And so out of that, like uh, after that, you, you decide, like, look, I'm going to throw... A kind of festival in, in, in your hometown of Antwerp, our hometown. Yeah. And it's like, look, I'm in this community now. I've been going to all these conferences, everything. I'm, you know, I've got a reputation now as well. Uh, let's invite some people and let's, in the, in the spirit of the old graffiti jam, yeah, totally. let, let's do it, but let's do it up. Let's have a stage, let's have speakers, let's, let's get all get together. So, the city of Antwerp asked me, like, could you, there was a, there was a year of creativity in Antwerp, and they asked me, could you um, uh, showcase create, uh, design in Antwerp? Right. And they gave me a budget, and I was like, oh, it was a nice budget, and just, it's an excuse to invite my friends, because well, I will often travel to, this, travel to this conference, I love doing it, uh, and this is an excuse to invite them over to Antwerp. Right. And give them a nice treatment, nice hotel, good food. Right. I love bringing people to good restaurants. That's right. what I love. That's to do. your thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that was simply it. And I spoke the year before at off conference in Barcelona, and they franchised their concept. So initially, I, I said like, can, can I do franchising? Which basically is yeah, you get the name of the festival, right? And that's basically it. Right. Yeah. And and I started sending emails to. My favorite people, the people I worked with and colleagues, and especially it was to Nike. Right. And like you said, everybody wants to work for Nike. And, but none of those conferences ever had a Nike person on stage. Right. So, um, I, one of my favorite creative directors immediately said yes. So, and in no time, I had 15 names confirmed. Like, it was like uh, Woodstock on design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this puts me in a position that I need, I need to treat this with respect and there's right. a lot of uh, opportunities here. So uh, like, I'm not gonna do uh, off Antwerp or something, that sounds too, there's not so many of those franchising and, right. and it's, 
better I, like make your own thing. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why not? Okay, wait, I don't want it to be off Antwerp because it's it doesn't it's not magical or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, what have I been missing at these conferences? And, I, and most of the time, it's treated as a as a very sterile right white, white room, pharmaceutical thing almost right. like in a bar. Right. And I was like, we're creatives. If you have the luxury to have so many creatives in your venue, go wild. Well, <laughs> and also a lot of creatives work at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So us yeah. by night is a different. It, it's when the creatives let loose, you know. Yeah, and I, it was in some way like also during making those flyers. I had a club for three years that came out of that business, and and I was I love nightlife, and I always it's it's. Uh, the network you make in nightlife, in nightlife is also determines quite a lot of your career right. like later on. So I was like, why not do a conference at night and, right. and do it more wild and treat it more right. like a rave? And I remember like when I was in New York, um, that was I don't know, 10 years ago, they had the Brooklyn uh, Night Bazaar, mm -hmm. which was a huge, huge concrete warehouse, the beginning at least. And they had flea markets and, and you could play... Jenga XL and, and, and there was a, a boxing ball and air hockey and, and then a little concert stage and fruit right. stalls and I love that way of going out because it's not right. like going to a club and getting wasted standing around and yeah and right. it was like uh, you can go with a bunch of friends and do some air hockey right. yeah. listen to some music do uh, some clothes yeah. open some books right. and I, was, I loved that format and back right. then I already was thinking like if you combine those two with a, with a conference you have a unique concert so I was like, okay, uh, we, we, we do it at night. We create a night market that like function a bit as a, as a social, because uh, the, the majority of the people also like go to these conferences, they don't only go for the speakers, they go for the networking and all that. Yeah. Ne networking sounds so business, saying, but it's like know, making the eyes for people that you respect. It's the graffiti something. jams. Right. You know, exactly. When we go to, went to graffiti jams, it's not for networking. It's right. to smoke a spliff, it's look meet, at a black book. Yeah. yeah. Meet yeah. friends, be inspired and, right. and show your work and da, da, da. So we created that night market as a space that really fostered that. that. Right. And like, it sounds stupid, but a big Jenga. Yeah. You could spend a whole night doing that. Yeah. It's just simple fun. And that together with the 80s, Spielberg love and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I wanted to build bridges. Oh, great, <laughs> no, because like uh, all these trade shows, even mm -hmm. uh, and I went to so many of them. Yeah. It's fun, but it's always daytime. But yeah. and and good, you know, it's fun. But like the the most fun is at night because totally. that's when everyone throws totally. the parties. We totally. get in, like yeah. it's it, everyone gets loose. Yeah, everyone's relaxed, guards down. Right, hey man, I really love your shit, man. Yeah. You know, like so that more kind easy of to say when you have a, <laughs> a few drinks in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, and, and you know, and because those festivals, those conferences we went to with friends, always the night was fun. We yeah. always, I fixed the restaurants all the time. Right, wherever we st strike down, I made the reservations and then yeah. That's and, fun. And I have a table with 10 people that don't know each other. And right. That's super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Just knowing that these different creative, like what, whatever they are, mm -hmm. you know, are, are sitting together mm -hmm. and that mutual fructification is going to happen there just because they're yeah. sitting next to each other. Totally. That's and, fun. And, and, and you can tell that those people will collaborate in the future. And, then, and, and what's yeah. going to happen then. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. yeah and, and so... That whole thing was a big wild guess, 
but it 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 it, it was amazing because halfway the ambitious started growing, growing and bigger, and I wanted a bigger screen and and more bridges. And, and where is it in Antwerp? It, 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 the first uh, what's the venue? Three, the first three editions was in uh, in uh, the uh, Dam, so huge old. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, Dam. Then that I remember. Yeah, yeah there's old renovated uh, train factory okay. thing. Yeah, amazing location. Nice, like a know. warehouse kind of thing, but like yeah. a train station in a way. Yeah, or something? yeah. yeah. They, they, I don't know. They they built trains in there. Or okay, it was super nice thing. Nice, nice. And uh, so that that was just amazing. That that first. So event. that was round one, and 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 yeah, and, and what I want to say is a halfway. So we I got the money from the government, and and but like. It also means you get the assistance, the production people, yeah. like yeah. yeah, yeah, like like you're hosting, you're inviting, you're you're doing it all, but you've got support from the city, so it's not just like, money. Oh, just once you have to hire people, yeah, like staff people. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and it back then it was very naive. Right? It's like right. When was I, back then? When did it start? I don't know. Uh, Two thousand sixteen. Okay. Yeah, but it's like I had so much pleasure in, in like designing that night market, the scenography. And it's pure imagining you're a little like a kid. Yeah. It's Indiana Jones. No, it's 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 the Goonies, right? Right. Build bridges and, yeah. and see things from above and and immense LED screens to yeah. see your work gigantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and it's <laughs> no, it's fun. I can that, yeah, see it's it. super fun. And then also a bit like all the experience from working with advertising, right. strategy, storytelling that right. comes into play. And you finally can do it for your own show, right? And uh, and then hospitality is like now in a professional way. I could give, give uh, yeah. it's like for me it was a absolutely necessary that the day before the the event, the speakers' night before, um, I wanted to take them to my favorite restaurant in Antwerp, which and, is and the Veranda. <laughs> it's, I, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a super talented chef. Kanye just. Uh, was in Antwerp and he had food three days in a row for him. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. I heard he bought, bought a place in Vatican. Yeah, yeah. And he was there one one week. He, he got arrested. He's awesome there. Yeah, he's yeah. a huge fan of Axel Verdefort. Yeah. yeah. So, but but that that is already where the magic starts. It's really it's a it's a tasting menu, but it's it's no not fancy. But in the city. Yeah. No, it's it's he moved to the uh, um, which is well, like an, an, an area that is not really popular, but it's like coming up again. Uh, I so forget it, where it is. It can be in the Sport Palace, next to it. Uh, what is that? Dam North of Sport. Yeah, where the huge duck is, and where you had a billiard uh, place. Uh, yeah, the yeah. showroom. Sport Palace was Dern North in Mitchell. They created what that JP won the blue. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, exactly. it's in that street. And by the way, it's, forget what I said. <laughs> we're, we're talking in Flemish. <laughs> exactly uh, but yeah, I remember that place. It's, yeah. it's in the street of JP. No shit. Yeah. What? And that's funny because I, I, I heard these stories then for Kenya. So the, the restaurant was closed because of the pandemic. It was not allowed to, but they opened for Kenya. I can't believe Kanye and is fucking... They came with trolling around Africa. Right <laughs> they came with the big, big jeeps, whatever, security... Uh, uh, up the hill of the train that you know <laughs> JP Street and nobody would have noticed Kenya was there but because of all that yeah the, the, the fanfare yeah like everybody people, of course and then if you took the tram no one would have known <laughs> no. but you got to show up uh, with the big yeah, guns yeah. but yeah, apparently he was a huge fan yeah. so but I, I think 
the first night they take all those speakers there and it's a tasting menu and, and, and people come with, without expectations. It's Antwerp. And they start, we got some great cuisine. And yeah. they start with the food and you see the smiles and you see, you see it from a distance. And you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that is, that's, that's yeah. so beautiful. And everybody's yeah. like, good food makes people oh, yeah. oh, happy and, and, and honest. That's and nice that you do that. Just an extra special something for the speakers. And then it it's sets like, the tone. It, it sets the tone. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, look, I, we, we could arrange anything, but we're, I'm going to take you to my favorite place. Exactly. That's that extra yeah, love. It's you not like, this is not, uh, I'm not here for profit. Right, exactly. It's like having a good time. It's, it's a cultural exchange, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really celebrating our community right. in, in the best way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the whole thing was like, it, I, I cried really for hours. It's, you it's, did? Oh, it was so emotional because it's... It, when you see that you work so hard at it and then you see coming to to life especially you see those the new generation and, and the sparkles and their eyes right and you remember I like that you like the sparkles that's that's very meaningful it it, it, it remembers how you went to these mm. events when you were studying mm, 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 and how they changed your career right path because like you think oh I'm, I'm i'm doing good in photoshop uh my choices are limited to this but then you see this what what these people right <laughs> Yeah. we're all capable of with yeah. it uh, and and i like to humanize it all like no egos vulnerable and, and people connect with that and give them right. superpowers they're like oh this, this this guy is such a nice person he, yeah. he yeah. and that makes you think i can be that too in, yeah in a very it reminds me of that tupac quote where man i'm gonna butcher the quote because <laughs> i haven't thought about it in years but he said something to the effect of like i may not change the world uh, but my work or my ideas or wh whatever I'm, I'm doing now will cause a spark in the mind of someone that will change the world. And, I, uh, and uh, it was something to that effect. And, and, and that is important, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as we're getting older now, which shit, man, we are. Mm -hmm. um, whoever shows interest and, and if you can generate interest and for the beauty, because like even like the space that you're moving in, like it's kind of like an obscure space, you know, like think people see things appear on billboards and mm, in campaigns, yeah, yeah. but no one really knows. Like Who's they don't, it, uh. they think, oh, you know, it's, it, it just appears. But I, I bet you no one really thinks like, how is this created? Like, what is the path of someone that, that is this 20 people? Is this a hundred people in China? Like how yeah. is this created? Yeah. And that's, right? that's the, that's the fun thing with doing it at night and at right. market and that, that it also becomes a fun night for people out of the sea. Mm. So and they pick a random talk. Right. And they're like, oh, this, this one guy made that huge campaign. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah. and, and, he, and, he, and he's a friendly person. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he has a sense of humor. Yeah. And he has vulnerability, which exactly. we spoke about the other night. Yeah. And insecurity. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's funny because I care a lot about that. Because like I said, it's like any bad decision I made in my life seemed to be based on insecurity. Yeah. Always. And, and, it's, and it's weird. It's such a navigator in your life. Still, it, people pay little attention to it. It, right. it should be... a. a, a something they teach at school yeah it's not a topic of conversation no and it's so it it's it on it's it's so determining in, yeah. in your life decisions yeah and i did so many things i regret doing and it's it was all about 
insecurities. Yeah. It's such a simple thing. Me too, man. And like, uh, I've exaggerated. I've, I've <laughs> lied. I've made mistakes. I've been... Uh, you know, and yeah. I, it's just because I felt like I wasn't worthy and I'm insecure mm, yeah. and I just want to earn a place somewhere in my imagined yeah. world that I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, and it's not talked about. No, it's, it's such a simple thing actually to talk about. So many of the, the strengths in writing are right, right in front of you. And, and still you don't yeah it's 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 and and it's funny because once you have been or maybe to a certain degree still are insecure mm. like it takes one to know one and it's fucking everywhere yeah like when, when i see a chick like using her ass on instagram i'm like okay baby you look good but at at the same time oh you don't feel secure about yourself and your future mm. at all <laughs> you know what i mean uh, uh, and 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 when someone posts too much or whatever it is. And so I, I think it's like the last thing that hasn't been touched upon because we're all supposed to be successful, yeah. happy, perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the algorithm. Yeah, It's either you you critique shit or you show and, and you make other people envious because if they become envious, they become your fan. Mm. And that's fucked up. That's, that's also very much what I would like to create with us by night. That's a safe haven that it's like... Here you can come, all guards down, right. no judging. It's 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 friendly. That's nice. All over the place. That's nice. And that's even when curating it, and by getting more successful, you get more access to superstars. Right. But I'm I I don't feel I don't I don't feel at ease with superstars. Most of the times, they I don't know if they show literally no zero interest in in your way. Mm. I don't function. <laughs> Right. There, there needs to be some. It yeah. needs to go into that. In my, because I've lived in LA twenty six years now. Mm -hmm. I've met a number of yeah, superstars, and it, it it always strikes me that they want to talk about what's happening to them yeah. and their world mm -hmm. more. And then they'll know that I'm, I guess, a person of value or something, uh -huh. but. They just know that, and I'm collected. Like they got, you know, the ballerina. They got the street yeah, artist, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh shit, I, I I feel that now, and it's a weird one. It's yeah. a weird one. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. one. Yeah, and I, I don't, and, and I, by the way, it must be okay because that sort of level of narcissism is probably needed to reach excellence in certain worlds. Could be, and, and you, at the same you know what time. I'm you need to be of a hyper intelligence to cope with all that attention as and, well. And be a, I, I, like our good friend Matthias, mm -hmm. if I would be in his position and get that much attention and, and wherever I walk or eat, whatever there, I, I would be, I would become a very arrogant person, I think. And, that, and I, I would never want to be that, but right. I could not be and, that. And he is so not. Yeah, like, he's super friendly. Like, I've been with him, with him here on the beach. Mm -hmm. He's got a hoodie on, sunglasses, mm -hmm. and people stop up. Oh, I, I love you, yeah. the Mustang man. And he always is And friendly. he looks at me like, can you believe that someone recognized me on the beach? I got sunglasses on and a hoodie on. <laughs> yeah. And someone, rec like, facial recognitioned him. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I'm like, and we're looking at each other, and he's like, look at can you imagine? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can't believe it. And but like he he is always the nicest. Like yeah. he has no like it, like it's it's he would rather it not be that way. Mm -hmm. And that, that mm -hmm. it, it's a burden, you know. Yeah, totally. And I I, I 
Because I would, I would, I, I know me. I would get pretty arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me? Because I'd be like, yeah, of course I'm the best. Bitch. <laughs> no. I say that now, but probably uh, who knows, you know. Yeah. But it, it's too much when, yeah. when people are like like sucking your dick everywhere uh, you go. No, and, and it's Come like on. if if you talk about subjects, you, I, 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 I'm, I never choose a side. All right. Hardy, I am always open. I think every side has arguments, and I'm interested in arguments. Right. And and, and I always choose something, try to choose something somewhere right. in between. Which is very Buddhistic, the middle way. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, and even there's always uh, a, it's called an optal summer, summer, uh, a, sum, a, a summation, summation uh, yeah. A summation. That, 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 um, that, uh, uh, um, <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Like, if you, if you, like, I, you know what I sometimes do? And, uh, like, especially here, mm -hmm. you know, I've been here a long time. Mm -hmm. Things got weird when I was painting, uh, like, what, what motivated me from our days together mm -hmm. was a tribe called Quest, mm -hmm. the far side, mm -hmm. Gangstar. Mm -hmm. Um, J. Rue the Damager, like mm -hmm. oh, the, the lyrics, man, kept me like on the yeah. right path. Yeah, 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 you know, positivity is the key in the lock. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, I'm gonna put this on the wall. But yeah. first, I gotta study. So I got into Taoism, Zen. I got into Buddhism, Hinduism, mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden, I'm doing that while in this town in Los Angeles, everyone's starting to drink wheatgrass and starting to go to yoga. 1999. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. They're dressed in white. Uh, hey, man, let me do some body work on you. Can I sage your wall? <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> and, and so, um, what, what was I going to say? Now I totally forgot. About, uh, um, and so, people like to project. And at the same time, uh, the summation of things is sometimes unfounded. I forgot it again, man. This is very hilarious. I Actually, I wanted it. to say something else with, with the word sun. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very good. <laughs> go on, go on. What I was going to say about the middle way is that I found, I found myself since those days, uh -huh. if someone comes on to me and it, it's, 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 it's obvious to me mm -hmm. how they think, mm -hmm. then I've got a little anti-Belgian rascal in me that is like, oh... You really think it's all the universe, huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, you think there's free will, mm -hmm. you know? And then I'll go the other way. Oh, you believe in God? Mm -hmm. Then there's something inside of me. Maybe it's because of the, this Belgian upbringing or whatever. But I would go contrarian, uh -huh. not necessarily to be uh, no, anti. No, no, but just but just out. to find the middle way in order to teach. Not maybe not to teach, but to point out to them mm -hmm. that it's just a belief. Mm -hmm. And so if you believe in God, then I will defend that I don't. Mm -hmm. And I will prove to you why. And if you don't believe in God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will prove to you that there's a magical experience to be had. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll do that. Because you're just, you're just interested in the arguments. Bingo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, 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 and at the end of the day, what that teaches us is that, man, any stance, actually, if you're a little bit intelligent... Like, I can really be on the atheist side if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Like, to the death. Mm -hmm. But also, I can be on the very, like, religious side. And I can argue mm -hmm. for the Gnostic Christians. Mm -hmm. 
and 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 the word of Yahweh mm-hmm. and the Son of Man, even mm-hmm. though it was probably, you know, an interpreted, uh, poetic experience that even in in the, in the culture of Mithra and in twenty different other mm-hmm. religions predating Christianity, mm-hmm. was was felt, mm-hmm. and the symbolism thereof turned into the Son of Christ, the Son of Man, the <laughs> resurrection, like all this. I can go there too, <laughs> but. Like if if you don't do both, no. somehow you're at a, a, a you're at a, a you're at a disenfranchised position, mm-hmm. and I think that's pretty Belgian, mm. isn't it? Because whenever I whenever I transfer from like uh, a, a, you know a, a layover in Austria or London or whatever, mm-hmm. and then on that second plane back to Belgium, all I hear is opinions <laughs> in Flemish, and mm. I'm like, okay, we're going to Belgium now. Because yeah. the Belgians know everything about everything, or so they have an opinion. Isn't yeah. that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, true. And it's it's funny because that polarization that is here, I think, a bit more frantic, frantic, uh, than frantic, yeah. frantic, than, more, a little bit more tribal than in other parts. Yeah, you can tell. Um, it's it's like identity depends on it here. And, uh, like things like cancel culture and 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 it's like. Nuances or gray seems to be non-existent. Pick a side, man. Yeah, <laughs> and if if you want to go into a debate to learn more, that means you're not supporting them, exactly. and, and you're you get judged. I don't and, like that, and that's something I think is super giftig, uh, uh, poisonous. Poisonous, because it blocks growth totally in, in any conversation. And and I'm yeah with us by night. I um, I could feel that with with. Inviting guests from the states, really, they, yeah, like they bring that what's happening here. They bring that to Europe, and they think we deal with the same things. And it's it's not like that. That's always been the United States, uh, the Americans, and you love them since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I love them too. I live mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest mistake mm-hmm. is that they think, and in some part they're right. Because whatever starts here, it echoes throughout the it's world, true. Yeah. and and you can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Whatever starts in Sydney, all respect due, it's not echoing around the world, except for home and away and neighbors. <laughs> well, this is uh, this for a joke for our European the, friends. The streamers are stepping up. <laughs> They're stepping up, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, imagine all the things that come out of America. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, the list is endless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there, there is that built-in sort of like self. Aggrandizement, and but they think that we care over there, but, but we don't. Not only I think in, but like the the in, the injustice in regards to equality and diversity is is, is a, and and like people from different social classes not having access to certain to school. That's an American problem. That's that's totally not happening. In, in, I know. I mean, it may be in some way, but it's totally not comparable with what's happening in Belgium. Oh no, and. Yeah, that, that's and let's not forget like Quincy Jones, Miles Davis, all the greats, Nina Simone, they all went to fucking France, mm-hmm. and and they hated going back to America. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Uh, no, that's a fact. Uh, no, they they went there in the sixties and the seventies. Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I'm looked at as a person over here. I gotta go back to that shit, which they had to. Yeah, and, and in all honesty, um, I don't really. I was not planning to bring it up again because it put me in a dark spot, but. It's it's relevant for this discussion. Um, but like, so as when I grew really fast, in no time we started selling to tickets to over fifty countries, and 
and and like on the third edition no the, the second edition somebody for the first time tapped me on the shoulder already the second edition but it started very naive and and you you get artists from your direct network and it's very organic and it well it's there the festival no? and suddenly the second edition was happening somebody tapped me on the shoulder and, he, and she said what about 50 50 what's 50 50 and i was like what do you mean 50 yeah like man women on stage oh like, okay and i'm like oh 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 yeah yeah mm, yeah you're right uh, I, w I wasn't thinking about it I, there was no agenda here or something it was just like i i'm a 3d artist and my network was built around that discipline more or less and and back in the days there were only guys if, if, right. if you ask the, the like well, as soon as you said that, I thought about skateboarding in in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Like two chicks that were really good, Alyssa Steamer and and someone else, mm -hmm. and the other four hundred uh, professional skateboarders were not. And we, if we saw a skateboarder that was a female, that was great. We're like, man, we're so down. Mm -hmm. But it it was just that they weren't interested in skateboarding yet. Mm -hmm. So no. I, I, is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 but. but so that, that, that happened, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put that on my agenda, because I, 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 I was like, yeah, if we can have influence on this matter, I'm happy to, have, to, to contribute. Right. So I put it on, 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 on my agenda, and when I started reaching out for the third edition for artists, I started with a list of 500 people, wish list, and... It's, it's a long conversations and, and people drop out and, and it's, it's, it's an Excel sheet and I try to bring something like 15 different disciplines and people fall off da, 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 da. and then while it was on my agenda when once the lineup was complete some, somebody again on the internet was like hey and how about the lineup like 30 people 20 people 40 no, people no Almost 80, 80. Oh, it's a lot of people. Yeah. 80 speakers? Uh, 72, I think. Really? How yeah. many days is it? Three days. Three, three days? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of speakers. Yeah. With three but, stages. But they're speaking simultaneous. Three stages. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So you got to choose, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So but it's 25 curated. people a day. So there's, there's one stage, which is like the huge, right. big screen, right. separate room, and then there are two stages in the night market right. as, a, as a more... Organic. So it's like a Coachella thing. There's a big tent. There's, there's a big stage. There's a smaller yeah. tent. There's an upstart. Yeah. There, there, there's a tried and tested. Like, and you got to choose, like, I'm really a fan of yeah. this person. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, so, and I was, I was, by myself, I was, like, surprised. And you're working so hard on it, blah, blah, and it, there's there's many stuff: scenography, curation, hospitality, strategy, communication. Blah, it's it's also oh, you really break it up into like all of the marketing categories. Well, no, it's it's no no no. I mean, not not, not uh, curation. I mean, the, 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 it's like the whole festival. I see. Is, is a lot. It's a, right. it's, a, it's not only choosing artists. It's a lot of other stuff too. Right. Exactly. So when the whole thing comes to the towards the end, it's not only the curation. It's it's production it's sponsorships it uh, you and it's it was too much f to, to carry on my own also it's like it's a tsunami and um and i realized like shit i'm here again not enough women and and and, and i didn't want that i was like fuck how could this happen and i was really like upset by it and uh, and then i go back to my emails and like 
I don't know what the reasons are behind it, but women more often say no to such an invitation and, and don't have the urge that's for real maybe as much as men to be on a stage and be the alpha and I don't know okay. and, it, and, it, and I started conversations about it to figure out what the dynamics are because it's how did I come to this result and but there, there is no there's it's rooted way way more further than just inviting and, and getting a yes it's it's there's a lot more at play and so in the meantime you're getting like like low-key accused that hey yeah and then it, it, like here and there a little one but then when the third edition was actually happening like two speakers from the u.s um uh brought it on, uh, on stage so you have that huge stage the applause the speaker comes up and they suddenly attack and you because the whole festival is really like it's my heart on the table. It's, it's, it's only good intentions, yeah. you know. There's, oh, I see what you're saying. So it was a U.S. visitor. Yeah. That's speaker, made made yeah. it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that was really like a knife straight through because you're like, oh, wow, put so much effort in yeah, this, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not for the money. I I, I lost yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. And, and a lot and, of women said no, and yeah. Yeah, so that happened, and, and then that, 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 and even like 80% of the people leave the festival with a happy feeling, or probably 95%. Yeah. That's the thing you take with you after the festival. No, no doubt. Yeah. Because it's and, like, did I fuck up there? Did I do, could, could I do more? I, I really yeah, you, tried, and you, you know. You, uh, you and it's like you're aware you have a social responsibility right. with your event, because you're a big player, you have influence, right. and you need to take that role on you. And uh, so that was like, I, I, uh, I felt really bad, mm. really bad. And, and did you express that to the speakers that brought it up? Yeah, I, I started conversations with all of them. But I, that was also typical, like those people who talked about that. And I reached out and I said, please, let's have a conversation because this has not been my intention. Let's investigate. Yeah. And the conversation often doesn't pick up. It's like right. the statement has been made. And boom, that's it. Yeah. And there's no, there's no research. There's no. Yeah. And I really, really start. I'd like. I, I, at some no, that's point, gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. Especially yeah. when you specifically were like, "Huh, that's a great point. Let me really in the coming years, like, like really reach out, like ask around, like get the women involved mm -hmm. on a, on a deeper level, mm -hmm. more represented. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of in invitations sent out." Mm -hmm. And then they can make it, or they weren't interested, or it was too overwhelming, or they didn't feel ready, or whatever the reason was. Yeah. But they don't see that. No, and they and they they, they get it's like uh, the it's all white guys, or you know those. It's always those uh, bold yeah. statements, and, yeah. and and while there's truth in all of that, but it it really came in heavy. Right. And uh, like you felt the decision and the virtue signaling. It, it, it was it felt yeah. like a personal attack on me yeah. and while those people afterwards said like it wasn't men that you yeah yeah but I'm like sorry but you're the festival <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and it, and they see it more as an ent entity or like yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like a like a, like a, a big organization yeah. or something uh, and it's yeah so from after a few months getting out of that uh, uh, finally feeling a bit okay. Uh, an article was uh, was uh, released 
and it was an, a survey about festivals all over the best festivals in the world and their representation and uh and we came in we, we were in that article and we were really bad right and there was this whole article and it was really like attacking and 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 like initiate um motivating canceling and, and all that and i'm like this is this is i know the industry i know the scene i know nobody in the scene has bad intentions yeah. this is not the way to approach it yeah. so um in contrary to all the other people that were quiet about it i shared that article and i said like we came out of this as one of the worst but i want to do something about it and it was a high risk because sharing such a thing on Facebook, right. you know, comment, you know, comments can easily, right? Like you need one bad comment and the whole conversation is right. is, is 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 a wreck. So I was like inviting everybody and, and especially people that are active in women right. rights and, and 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 like get your voice here. Right. Let's 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 debate and and dig into how we can uh, approach this in, in a better way. Right. And that conversation almost became like a manifest for me. Like, mm. it were all good arguments. Even like a lot of, a lot of like quite some women didn't respond on the thread, but emailed me privately saying they felt uncomfortable with having a voice because they've been a target for having that voice. And, uh-huh. and, and you could see so much uh-huh. anxiety. Uh-huh. People don't dare to. No, to, it, to, yeah. to, to, to share their opinions because they, they know there's a lynch mob right. on, on the social media, right? But, but that, that's what's happening these days. Like, it, it just... That, that article I shared, the conversation that happened underneath it, the, it became kind of manifest. Yeah. But that also gave me... The, the thing that I learned from it was if I invite um, women and, and for us by night, for the next us by night, I need to get deeper in the conversation. It's not just getting a no or feeling insecure or whatever. Right. You and need to motivate it. them a little bit more. To yeah, I'm like, okay, I, I, need, I need to talk. And, I, right. and that's I, I initially didn't want to do that because I didn't want to um, push them. Push them yeah. or even like blackmail them. Like, yeah. you know, blackmail them. No, you but, can't but, blackmail them. But like but motivate like, them too hard. Yeah, like putting right. emotionally, like not giving you a choice. That's, that's right. definitely not a route I want to go into. But I, I did have a few conversations that I said like, Come on, your work is amazing, and 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 I know you don't feel comfortable. They should have done it, and 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 but believe me, after the a majority few weeks, of people, fine. the majority yeah. of people I invite are super insecure, and I love we insecurity, yeah. and I I want people on stage to not be that swift talker. Right. I want people to connect with people right. on stage, real people right. that give superpowers to 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 right. to, 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 to the attendees. And and, and, and and that's the power of the insecure yeah. is that when they say, "Hey, maybe you like my work, but guess what? It's been really difficult for me to to like be myself, even and mm-hmm. to stand here, like even addressing you guys." Mm-hmm. Like sixty percent of the crowd is like, "Oh my god, me too!" Yeah, and that is a superpower. Super powerful and so easy, actually. Yeah, and 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 it, and at some point, I started getting it started working. It's like I, I was getting uh, women on my side and like, because at some point I said like, your no is also as a responsibility. Your no means, and, and, and I didn't want to say, but you can make a difference being on that stage. Right. And, uh, and 
for me, that was a constructive way. And suddenly they were going, yes, yes, yes. Right. And I was like, this is the answer. It's not, it's not canceling. It's not, it's like conversation, having right. a debate. Right. And that's not everywhere possible. Cause right. like with some people in the U S uh, I'm not going to call the names, but like from a journalistic journalist media right they would cancel right away i'm like let's let's have a conversation let's look and and very hostile right and like you i don't know it felt really and that's what i kind of like in europe the 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 openness we can debate we can have right we can can be patient yeah so what happened with with having that deeper conversations when inviting those people that, that it kind of extended on, on stage when the event was actually happening. Right. So some of the, uh, the people that, like continued that conversation and actually opened their talk with, I first said no, but I... That is interesting. And then I was so happy. That's a talk. I was like, that's... Okay, see, that's goosebumps okay. again. I, I'm almost getting goosebumps too. And, and that, when a woman comes up on stage and, and she starts by, look, I said no last year and now here I am because I know it's that important and I'm humble. Mm-hmm. And I'm here, and I know I'm pretty good, and I know I need to represent. Superpowers. Like that, that is unbelievable. And that's the best feeling. Yeah, it's super powerful. I, I know, I know for a fact that, that, because, yeah, if, 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 if the, when I was, I don't know, 24, going to the first conference, and I see my heroes on stage, seeing it was a human being, and right. I can reflect myself on it. Right. I'm, it immediately it changed my my career. Right. It gave yeah. me superpowers. Yeah, and I'm I know with the last us by night, I had amazing nice. female characters on stage that made a huge impact nice. on, on, on 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 the attendees. Yeah, and and then you, then you, and and forget about it. What the percentages are of actually. Right. That it's it's forget about it. It's not important. Right. There are enough people. And, and that's world. what in the long run. That's what matters. Yeah. It's just, you can make that yeah, change with yeah. your f- little stupid festival. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. And that's what I cherish and, and, and embrace. And that has reach because then other young females that are interested in the space are like, look, I, I, I think I'm good at this already. And, 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 but and then it, they get their extra boost and then they go for gusto. Absolutely. And that's beautiful. And, and that's what already it's Already in the 3D scene, it's like the last five years, it, it's totally changed. Nice. And, and, it, and what's super cool is that Women also have a different sensibility. Right. You can sense that in the work. work. Right. And that's also something we do wrong in our industry. Right. We judge the work from a man perspective. Right. Not often work is, is appreciated through how w- women look at work. Right. And, and that's something that is not always... Uh, that in advertising is, is rarely... I mean, it's like even at Nike... Women uh, jogging, uh, running clothing were designed it, it, by it, men. It, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a male uh, take on it. And <laughs> it was that last edition we had, uh, the fourth edition was in the, in the Wachnasi, which is. What is where was, was that again? It's next to the city river, the Skelda, the huge concrete warehouse. Yes! It's gigantic. Yeah. And we, we, it gives it a lot more freedom to, do, to build sonography because in the other place, a lot of. And when you mean sonography, you mean like, like how you built like the whole oh uh, the, uh, experiential design, like how you walk, where you go, what, yeah. what's happening, it's, like, it's, what you're encountering. It's basically an empty right. thing, and, and you built yeah. your own city in it. Right. And yeah. uh, experiential design in, 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 yeah. in Europe, you say sonography. 
Yeah, just how the scene is experienced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. yeah. Um, and we, because I, I wanted to add, like we tested it in a third edition a bit, like really introducing a party music after the talks, just like um, seeing if that could work. Because people spend already six, seven hours in your venue. Do they want to stay longer, even longer? But then with with the with the fourth edition, we we went for it. And we had this the, the second biggest disco ball in the world, which is like no eight shit. meters diameter. What? It was huge. So we had all these car wicks we painted white, stacked in a circle. Then the disco ball in the center, and that was like the at, at, the, at, at the center of the night market. It was amazing. It was it was yeah. It was a, such a beautiful festival and. Like nice. a lot of a lot of the speakers, they ask like, "Is there a certain team we need to talk about?" And I always say like, "What do you mean what, team? team? Like, is there a, a subject you want?" Oh, a theme. Uh, theme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, and I'm like, I don't expect you to be the entertainer or the the experience right. talker. Just tell your story, I, probably. I, yeah, right. Yeah. I choose for your art, and what I know from experience is. Tell your genuine story that will connect with the, right. with the audience. Don't make it too academic. That's yeah. not necessary for me. It's an easy night out. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, be I'm, yourself and like let it flow. Yeah, and and I use the word vulnerability quite often. Right. And without knowing what I put into motion was that that whole edition, vulnerability was on every stage. Like the seventy talks, somewhere the vulnerability was in there, or like. And I created this beautiful, um, how do you say, atmosphere of the whole festival. Everybody felt so at ease. Everybody nice. was so, oh, I can, and and it's also for me is that that's the reaction on all that digital and social media is like, right. let it go. Yeah, because because yeah. this is what what people never think about like, um, when you create digital images. I mean, there's a lot of long, lonely hours. Mm -hmm. it, it's 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 the artist's life. Yeah, you know, you're, you're like like isolated, and 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 you're working on your stuff, and you have a little coffee break. You pet the dog. You say hello to the missus, but it's hard, long hours at the computer. Sometimes three, four weeks yeah. in a row, yeah. and to all get together like this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's and 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 to be to be it's back to the graffiti shit. You mm. know, the graffiti totally. jams. It's like oh. We all have something in common here. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. I mean, for me, this my biggest achievement yeah. uh, in the career because I, often I get like, often and once in a while I heard like, "What have you done for the world?" <laughs> <laughs> and and you can really tell with such a festival, you really have a positive impact. Right, and that's it's the best. Uh, that's it's really something that your son would be proud of. Right, and uh, honestly, it's like. Personally, I think the next year's festivals and all of that will be in the time frame of March, August, September. Right. And anything close to autumn, winter is, is a no-go for Because of the, the... COVID. Right. I'm, I'm optimistic too. Um, and, and, uh, but it's a, it's a huge investment, such festival. Right. And you need to get partners on board. You need uh, the big sponsors right. and, and the, the night market and it's activations and right. Adidas doing their thing there. It's a lot of work, yeah. They don't, these companies are not that... Uh, it's um, sure shot. 
they want to yeah, do they, they get they, a short shot yeah and, and working on your event um, you get your energy from the tickets you sell right so right. it takes pace and you're like wow we're on it again and and you know you need the budget to, to build the whole thing of course, it's super sure. expensive right Living in insecurity for until a month before your event it's, is 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 is, is no. not. And then the government shuts you down. You're fucked. No, yeah. it's misery. It's, and I, I, it's, I, it's that that I, it, I, no. Yeah, <laughs> I no, no. You, you can't do that. No. The good thing about the pandemic was that it, the, the ship was. It felt like as when I was a Titanic, and I put my finger against it. So. And go a little bit slower and the thing just like yeah. like, <laughs> like and I couldn't I just couldn't could only like right catch up and and, and 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 like but there was not a structure to 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 foster growth right or, or that it was not in place and and it's a good way COVID put a hole in it right. which gave me the space now to if we should if we start it up again we, we can build a decent team and, and right. a, a, a business developed right. on it because it, it wasn't profitable in any way right and to keep it sustainable there needs to be yeah. something somehow but on the other hand um if any other challenge at this moment comes at me and and it's i'm, I'm i i see the those four editions i see it as almost a piece of art like an right. art installation it was so beautiful and maybe you should keep it like that and 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 not crystallize it yeah i don't know what you mean crystallize it but it's it's, it's okay like that yes yeah, like, and maybe it goes into history as a studio 54 of design yeah. no, by the way i just realized studio 54 was only open for 18 months oh no way yeah really oh yeah 77 to late 78 that's it wow that's it you oh. you are you've already su <laughs> surpassed studio 54. Yeah, we had four editions <laughs> yeah, you know but, no, I, but, but it, it it, it, it was beautiful and for me as by night is celebrating the physical is the hugs it's right it's, even the random stuff of what i love with festivals is in the morning you go for breakfast you see a table further wearing the same uh wristband, brace, wristband yeah. and like oh who is it you start talking that's magic Bump, bumping into each other and i know like as by night you have a list of the my favorite spots in the city and all the time people bump and that's 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 where i get right a lot I'm, of energy I'm, I'm, I'm with that too I'm, yeah for me it's boss class event. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's i call it boss class school camp it's like uh it's like scouts yeah, yeah. it's like you you become like friends camping with, with the scouts yeah, yeah. is your your first girlfriend on a, on, a, on, a, on a holiday right and and and, and then you got to go early yeah. and, and you're crying in the yeah. car yeah that exact feeling yeah. i love that <laughs> <laughs> my man I think we got it. Yeah. You're a fucking champion, Ooh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Where me. can people find you online? Um, uh, to yeah. check out your shit. Huh? To, to you know, your, your website. Website. Uh, Instagram. -E your, your MySpace. <laughs> My MySpace. Your Friendster. Yeah. No, that never like that. <laughs> your photo log. No. Uh, just uh, Rizon, R-I-Z-O-N-W-E and same look it up on instagram it's the same right? and we'll put in the footnotes too yeah that's it folks well thank you thank you chase man so, thank you my man it's so good <laughs> like reconnecting with you you're a fucking champion the same goes for you um i a big shout out to chase too because i finally heard the complete story how 
you made it up here. And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a movie. Oh, the immigration story. And all, and all the rest and of all the like, No, it's, I mean, it's, uh, you coming here when you were 17 and, and it, it was a yeah, mission. I mean, you see the misery in the street here. It's not easy to make it. It could have been me, man. Yeah. I could have been homeless like within two years. Yeah. But instead, I'm a half a champion. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>